Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, but it's not. It's actually Saturday. It's Saturday, February the 29th on a leap year. Yeah. 2020. Uh, happy fifth birthday to all those born February 29th of the year 2000. It is their fifth birthday. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that is kind of weird. <laughs> happy fifth birthday. All right, let's get that up there. Technical Alpha Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about the delay. I mean, for the people on the RSS feeds, uh, it'll be about a day and a half worth of difference by the time you get this. But the reasoning was, as with almost every every Thursday, single Thursday of this winter, I don't know why, like clockwork. Yeah, we had like spring weather on uh, the Wednesday. Yeah, and then Thursday, hell, how does the seventh circle of ice storm hell sound? And Halifax said, "Okay, let's do that." And so uh, we kept uh, we kept an eye out. Uh, I was like looking outside every twenty minutes, like when is it going to turn to rain? When is it going to turn to rain? When to-? Answer was never. It didn't. It didn't turn to rain. It's a sheet of ice. It was ice everywhere, dude. When you're driving on the highway now, the amount of broken trees. It's insane. Everywhere. Yeah. It looks it looks like a giant walk through the area and just crushed every fucking tree and just broke every limb. Uh, it was bad. So uh, we had to we had to uh, push the the podcast to another day. Here we are on the Saturday. Yeah, and then yesterday uh, I had a, I had a sponsored event that I already had commitment committed to. So yes. we would have done it yesterday, but yes. I was busy. Previous commitments. Yeah, and then what happens? And then today, we just we said let's do it Saturday. Making it happen. How was your Boom. week? Uh, it's been busy. Busy week for you for sure. Yeah, I I don't know how I've done it this week. I think I've done it by just not thinking about it, but I've been putting in like on average ten hours a day on stream. It's amazing what you can get done if if you actually just take off the limiter. Yeah, and and I, <laughs> I've I've been uh, I've been closing on that house. I know I talked yeah. about it last week, so it's uh, it's all it's done now. I'll get the keys um, in less than two weeks, um, like twelve days or so. And uh, I was there today, so I woke up early. Um, I have to, re- I have to replace a couple of windows. Okay. Um, because they, they're not, um, um, they're not egress. For, yeah. So for, oh, okay. f- for fire, 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 uh, regulating reasons. Is that the in bedrooms or something? Then? The bedrooms, yeah. uh, the, from the basement unit, they had, they just had the whole unit re-renovated, mm. but the windows they put in there were three inches, uh, too short going that way. It's weird that that didn't get caught in the... Well, my inspector, uh, caught it. Yeah, no uh, kidding. So, yeah. Anyway, I got that taken off the purchase price of the home. Oh, nice. So, you know, um, ordered those windows today. Was that like $1,500? Uh, not even. I got them on sale, so they were $443 each. Oh, nice. And Dad can put them in. Yeah. Uh, so we're literally, uh, we had to custom order them because the I didn't want to have to cut any of the foundation and 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 uh, put out a new window mm-hmm. frame. Yeah, yeah. So we're literally taking the exact window frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're just changing the um, the pane so to make oh, it legal. Okay. So oh, okay. there'll be two different panes. So you basically found one that would open wide enough to. Well, we got we had to use a crank, so oh, it's it's gonna yeah. be a crank window. Okay. So that way it'll open up enough. Right. So there'll be one of the uh, panes of glass will crank, and then there'll mm. be like one stationary one that kind of looks there for design. That's fine. Um, so yeah, we ordered two of those today. Um, so I'll have that in the next couple weeks. Very nice. And then put those in. And then, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you got to do a bunch of showing. It's going to be a busy week, man. It's going to be a busy. The good news is, is that unit is pretty much ready to go. A couple of small things. 
Um, we did most of it this morning, and I'm going to start showing it all next week. Mm. And then by the end of the week, I'll look through all the applications. Uh, for those, for those, when I know we've been talking about the market here. It's crazy, but I put out, I I put out the ad mm. uh, this morning. Where were you posting Kijiji or yeah, or? like just like your regular social media places. Yeah, and I I have gotten just in. I did it this morning at about nine thirty. So like I don't know how many hours ago, maybe six hours ago, and it's just been like, oh yeah, just it, message, message, message. There's been message. about fifteen fifteen inquiries. So um, getting getting stuff rented here is not it's not, not a problem. It's not a problem. Unless you're the one renting. Unless you're the one renting, then it's, then a, it's pro- a problem. Then it's a problem. It's a massive problem. So I'll be I'll be doing that. I, what I'm gonna have to do next week is basically keep waking up early, start the stream, stream from first thing in the morning by 9 a.m. Mm. Go till like 4 p.m. Drive out there, do showings from like 5 to 7, and then be d- be done with, and hopefully find a good good tenant and do do the the due diligence and do all that the, fucking the, the fun business. stuff. The business. business, and then the person upstairs moves out uh, April first or the end of March, mm. and then we'll go in there, we'll clean it up, uh, we'll do whatever needs to be done, and then I'll do the same process again. Make uh, the magic happen. Make the magic happen again, and then it'll finally be done. Well, at least the nice thing is is that even though it's busy. It's quick because so many people are looking for it that you, exactly. you screen it. And the nice thing about it's a week of it. so many people doing it is that you, you, as a renter, you get to cherry pick your your tenant. Yeah. They'll, it's not like only a few people exactly. are going in. It's like, my I'll God. Have, it's like being in an HR department. You got like a thousand things and you get, you get to just like fire off. It's like, no, yeah. fuck you, crack yep. addict, nope. <laughs> so, so like what's nice is I'll look at the applications and- I'll be able to go. Okay, this person um, doesn't have pets, or yes, you know, exactly. or this person only needs one parking space, or yeah. you know, uh, there's like I have a spread down to so like income. I don't rent to anybody that um, where the rent is twenty five percent more or at most thirty percent mm. of their take home pay. Mm-hmm. So you know, for example, if the if the place is say fifteen hundred dollars a month, yeah, and they're they make uh, you know. T- Twenty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to rent to them because, the you know, people the way people are is they're not they're going to pay their cell phone bill. They'll prioritize everything but, but the, the rent. rent. Yeah. They're going to obviously prioritize prioritize food, their fucking entertainment, their yeah. cell phone, their internet before before rent. That's true. I'll be the fucking last person to get paid. Yeah. Right. So that's just a shitstorm. So uh, anyway, it'll be a fun. It'll be a week of that. And uh, but other than that, dude, it's just been dealing with that and streaming a lot and. Just living it, Wonderful. and even doing voiceovers, man. I've been doing a shit ton of voiceovers too. So. They come in waves, those ones. Man, it's crazy. They come in waves. So anyway, that's my week. I haven't been nearly as busy. Okay, that's okay. Uh, I did my taxes, which took me it took me instead of one day, four days. There you go. For what we discussed before we went live here, the long short of it was, my God, what a fucking year that was. Mm. But we survived it. Survived. And, uh, uh, so that got done. So that took up most of my time. And then I've just been uh, continuing to, to stream and I've been helping M with her, uh, school stuff because she's still in the throes of that writing papers and things like that. She's going to be done hopefully within the month and then that will be out of the way. Uh, and then streaming whenever I get an opportunity, normally it's just continued to be late in the night. Uh, but, uh, oh, shitty games on slow wrapped up that got finished. So that's now done um, for another year, and uh, so now I've just been kind of, I've been looking for, I was just talking to Nikki, he's going to have some time in the next uh, few days to uh, 
possibly finish the rest of the website before we do the final pass, before doing like a soft launch with people actually using the website. Yeah. And so I'm looking for, I was looking for a game to play on the stream that I'm not like going to review or commit to like a single player game and just fuck around. And uh, Apex just ain't cutting it. People Mm. just do not give a fuck about Apex. In my community, zero people give a fuck about Apex. In fact, I don't think anyone cares Dude, about Apex. Nobody unless, cares unless you you're are a god. One of about four people. Yeah, and you're a god. Yeah, uh, because the game, even if you're doing pretty well, like I, like I could win a, like let's say uh, I could win a match once every four hours, five games, hour or two, right? And then uh, I'll be the top killer in the entire <laughs> match, which means I'm getting you know like seven, eight kills, two thousand damage, doing well doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're not literally just dumpstering yeah, on everyone, Adderall, just every game on Adderall. But not only that, I don't even think it's that. I actually just think that that game caters to a really, really young yeah. demographic. Oh, it does. And the energy of your stream has to be... The same as the game, bro. The same as the game. High octane. High fucking octane. Woo! Get fucked! Like it's well, it's not even that. Go, 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 it's go, go, like go. A lot of like the popular guys, they're, they're, they're like high energy, but yeah. they, they're just like, but they're relaxed because they're like their kids on Adderall and they can just yeah. do everything they want to do. Yeah, just and, constantly. So and then you got and then you got and Adam. And like then, a lot then of you like, got bro, Adam bro, yeah. uh, like it's li- no fucking word of a lie. The top, if you look at some of the top fucking streamers for that game, they're all the stereotypical the bro dudes. Bro dudes, Californian bro dudes, yeah, like the OC bro. type. Yeah, bro. Bro, we just totally fucking wasted. Yeah, bro. bro. Like that's uh, that's that was Apex. gnarly kill, bro. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they're like the uh-huh. skateboarders of the video game yeah. world. So, Hell yeah, bro. Uh, or like the surfers. Yeah, bro. So that was <laughs> surfs up, dude. So that uh, that's not going to play. So I was like, fuck that. So I I, I looked and looked and looked. And I polled the community, and as expected, so two games have been most requested on my channel. Mm. No Man's Sky, mm. which is always popular on my channel, mm. and Tarkov. Tarkov. And so yesterday, I finally bit the bullet. You did it. And went into Tarkov. Mm. And uh, my short, oh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later on because I have a tie-in to something, but my short, my short first experience with the game was, first of all, I streamed for like four or five hours. I only got two matches in. Well, that's you. I mean, you're going to sit there and fuck with the settings for three hours well, before well, you actually start playing. Normally, I like to do that anyway. Yeah. But with this game, it's actually one of the most poorly optimized video games of all fucking time. <laughs> I love you, Adam. And there's entire... There, no, no. The first thing that happened when I turned the game on. Seriously. The first thing that happened when I turned the game on is when people roll ah. in. When people roll into the stream and they're Tarkov fans, the first thing everyone's telling you uh. is settings for the game to make the game not run... Like smashed assholes. Like yeah. it's really and truly fucking awful. So we did that, but it wasn't actually that that took up most of my time, believe it or not. Most of the time was just learning the goddamn game. Yeah. It's the, a lot. Like it's a lot. I watched I watched two videos that were like an hour apiece before I went live that night to try and get like the ba- basics, basic bitch. <clears throat> yeah. What the fuck is Tarkov? What is what items do I need to be thinking about? What are like the bear? Yeah, you gotta like load in every time. You gotta like restack Dude, the your guy. Fucking a number of the number of items in this game is 
is mind-numbing. And because they're they're basically labeling them like their real-life counterparts, like, it's not like ammo types that are, like, easy to fucking just rattle off your brain, right? Yeah. And there's, like, 70 fucking different ammo types. Yeah. And they're all, they all vary so wildly that there's, like, it, it's like EVE Online, but first-person fucking shooter. Yes. It's like spreadsheets. It's hardcore. It's fucking hardcore. Yes. So I spend a lot of time just talking with the chat with people in the chat that have been asking me. They're people who play the game a lot, <laughs> and be like, "All right, guys, we need to help me. Give me the the four hundred one on this bad boy." Yeah. And then I went in uh, to a match, and in the first match, and uh, accidentally killed. I was it was a scab. I went in as a scab. Accidentally killed another scab. Not not a player, but like a, an AI. Because I my your first instinct when you see somebody. Just fucking shoot him. Yeah, just shoot. Which is exactly what I did. And then I had all the scabs were coming after me. But that's not who killed me necessarily. It was another player character at the end. I had to jump on him. I had a shotgun that I pulled off the other scab. And I hit him like two or three times. But he had fucking armor with the wazoo. Mm. I had dick. I had the shotgun and a dream. Because scab stuff is randomly generated, right? Yeah. He laid down after he got memed by that fucking shotgun. Mm. And all of a sudden, I laid down too. And we are like... On opposizing grass across from each other, and it's fucking hilarious. I I I see this rock shaped thing come on come on over, and I just hear tink 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 tink, and then, like a grenade is like <laughs> fucked you right fucking up. three centimeters from my face, and I went <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, my face on this camera was literally like uh it was flashbang though. Oh, I was fucked anyway. Mm. I couldn't see anything. It, he actually took the time while he was while I was flashbang to heal himself. Stood back up and just memed you. I'm fucking wrecked my life. And then the second one, I went in. I didn't shoot a single person, and I managed to find like two hundred thousand dollars worth of items. In the first run, I found a scope that was a hundred k laying around the open. People in chat were like, "What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah, get home now." And so I was get like, out. "I got, I got out. I managed to do it. There so you it was go. Successful." So I suspect the next time I play it, I'm going to basically just die. You're going to get dummied. I've used up all of my luck in the first two games. There you go. So we'll talk a little bit more about that that later on. But let's hop into some other gaming news, Mister Black. Uh, even just having a couple of extra days off the podcast, obviously some stuff rolls through. So let's start rattling some of this stuff off. The first thing to, to make note of is that we talked about last podcast about how Sony pulled out of, uh, PAX because of the, uh, PAX Boston, because of the fears of, uh, COVID-19, the, the, mm-hmm. the flu mm-hmm. or the respiratory disease, excuse me, the Corona coronavirus, COVID-19. And we were saying that we were pretty sure that was more or less because they just don't have anything to show. I still think that's mostly it, especially because it's in Boston. And in the U.S., it's like the percentage of the total cases in the world right now, and even likely going forward within the states, will be like less than 1% mm-hmm. of the entirety. And so it's more of a gamble of are the people that are coming from other places in the world to this event, not those who were already in the States, but other places in the world, are they going to bring mm. to the event? So I, I, on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, I still think Sony just has dick fucking all, and this is like a convenient timing for them to get this, but who knows? Because at the same time, and in more sensible, uh, uh, more sensible reasons, in other places in the world, other events all getting shut down, uh, or people are pulling out of the events, uh, companies pulling out of the events for fears of that, whether for it's in their employees or or just they don't want to be the ones that perhaps accidentally bring yeah. something to the venue. Uh, and that's not just the companies deciding to do it. The cities themselves are just saying, if nah. you're over a thousand people in this event, nah. not happening. You're capped. You're, we're, we're not having it. So um, 
this this next game release news release segment of the year that's coming up the spring into the summer is going to be really interesting as to how this stuff gets <clears throat> delivered because a lot of these events are just not going to be where the stuff comes out anymore. Yeah. So will it be a case where they're going to have to like scramble to put together their own live stream event to try and get the information out or, or how is it exactly going to pan out? E3 isn't until usually June. Uh, and depending on, uh, on the virus at that point, how many people are going to show up? We don't fucking know. So it could be a very interesting next couple. Uh, next couple. Bro, of I wouldn't be surprised if EC, because E3 just gets canceled. Well, it, it'll be one of those out. things where it, they'll decide that probably a month, six weeks yeah. in advance. Especially if there's going to be like, you know, uh, um, more big companies that are, you know, staples that are just not showing up. I mean, E3's been dying for a while anyway. Yeah. And this might, this, this fucking virus legitimately might kill E3. <laughs> In and more ways and than one. more ways than one, literally, yeah. might kill E3. And the sad thing about it is, if E3 does cancel, we may never see E3 again. They might actually realize that, holy shit, because everyone's going to have to do their own thing. And they might realize, and they once, might they've realize that, once they've done that, oh my God. We don't really need E3. We don't need to spend all that money. We don't need to be there. We probably are going to get more eyes doing something that is solely focused on That's us. a very distinct possibility. Uh, and they're going to go, what in the actual fuck? It's 2020. It's not 1990 anymore. No. <laughs> I, I, you know. But that- at the same time, like, e- when you do have a thing like E3, for example, uh, depending on who it is, like, like, not everyone, for example, watches the Nintendo Treehouse things that they put on throughout the year. Mm-hmm. But at E3, I see them. That's true. Because I'm watching E3 for all the news I can get in one place at one time. Big ass needle straight to the main vein. Yep. So there are probably other people like me, um, but especially more casual people, who aren't just diehards of the one that's brand. That's very true. You, yeah. you, you, you nailed that. But at the same time, yeah. those, those people that normally do watch E3, they're going to know now, they're going to be told that like, okay... E3 isn't happening, and they'll make excuses. They'll say yeah. it's because of the virus or whatever. Even if that is a legitimate excuse, yeah. they'll say it's because of that. But they will be told where and when they'll be able oh, to see from oh, their favorite sure. thing, it's just which will then, not- but then it'll create this new thing for them yeah. where it's like, you know, oh, I didn't know I wanted this before. I thought yeah. I, I thought I just wanted the E3 thing. Now I don't have to sit here for eight hours, ten yeah. hours a day yeah. waiting for the four hours or three hours or two hours of conferences that I actually want to watch. Yeah, yeah. And now I can just go and watch the thing that I want and That's be in true. the know and be in the now. It's almost like the flip a coin to know if you really want to do something it's, and you know when it's in the air. Exactly. And, but in this case, the, the coin is being flipped for you. For you. You have no choice. You have no choice. Yeah. It's either you you, you do or you now be left out. you find out what you actually give a shit about and what you don't. 100%. And, be- and that could hurt or help the yeah. companies involved. You know, there are people like yourself that really do enjoy E3, like all of it. Like it's an event. Yes. Yeah. But then there are people like me yeah. that only care about very specific of chunks of E3. Yeah. Out of an eight hour day, I care about 45 minutes of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the show. I won't even watch clips, nothing of the stuff I don't care about. And I think if people know that, oh, the thing that I care about is going to yeah. now be on this date, here on this, maybe on Twitch, maybe on... You, you never know what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different... Th- there's so this many different This year might things. be a bit of a gong show. Next year will be, I think, I think in terms of 
how e- for E3 specifically, yeah. this year was already going to be a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. But now with the virus, yeah. now it's a real fucking well, and misnomer. On t- and on top of that, we got new consoles coming. Yes, exactly. This, this is not the year that you wanted to like throw... Uh, uh, a hail mary down. Completely in. fucking unrelated, but I, uh, but uh, this cr- thought crossed my mind with with uh, cities and stuff shutting down events with over a thousand people in places, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is that Elton John's doing his retirement fucking tour right now? No, you're not. And there <laughs> go. Glo- global tour for his last his last hurrah. He might have to postpone that one for a year. Come back next year and try again. Yep. That's <laughs> what's gonna happen, bro. That's what's gonna happen. Give it a few months, and they're gonna be like, nah. Yeah. You're, you're done. So, yeah. yeah, anyway, that's we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Analog, who we've talked about in the past with their uh, FPGA-based uh, console reproductions of classic consoles, Nintendo, Genesis, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that was the most popular, the hardest to come by, resale on eBay is double the fucking price that it is when you can buy it from them. Uh, they are doing one more run of the NT Mini, and it's the NT Mini Noir. Mm-hmm. Four ninety nine. We're gonna open this up. We'll, Jeff and I'll take a, a look at this. We'll so expensive, dude. But my God, I can't. You know what, <laughs> dude? I mean, it does. I think it does. Ness, uh, Ness, and Snes. Yeah, it I looks like. Remember. Yeah, it looks like there's two. Yeah, well, there's two different uh, things there. So uh, Super Nintendo and regular Nintendo. That's what it looks they got like. Got the anyway. slots for them anyway. Famicom. Oh, go down. Oh wait, where is it? Uh, uh, go down right there. Uh, Famic- oh, there's a Famicom expansion, expansion port. Expansion port, okay, yeah. Um, so I think you you probably end up having like an adapter or some shit like yeah, that. I don't know, but either way, it's this is like this is a it is expensive, but when you know the process behind making this fucking thing, yeah, it's crazy. It makes sense, yeah. and you think about how many of these will actually be able to sell, and again, makes sense for the price. Um, it's a pretty looking console. I think it looks great. Uh, the controller that it comes with is their is their wireless 2.4G Nintendo controller that looks really really nice as well. Um, this is the thing where if you're in the world of I mean they have a port here for VGA port if you're if you're into using monitors for low low latency gaming. Yep. Um, they've got an HDMI port for those who just want to plug it into a, a, a TV. Um, they got everything. Analog audio out and everything else. It's all there. And the uh, this is the kind of thing that eliminates having to just have a thousand converters and and figure out the ones that fuck with your gaming experience and which ones don't fuck with it. This just flat out produces it's a one to one of the original consoles. You put your shit in, you, you plug turn it, it on, you go, and you fucking play well, some for games. Well, for four hundred and ninety nine dollars. I mean, if you're a retro collector, you've spent a lot more than $499 on games. But if you're a retro collector, you don't buy this. You know what but I mean? But you might because you might have all the retro stuff. I mean, if you want to display it and then you want to have this thing that's actually going to dis- play. But to play yeah, your yeah, games. Yeah, like, yeah, there, it, there's a difference between a collector who just puts everything on a shelf and then never plays or shit. That's 98% and then there are of people, them. And then there are people who actually... Well, yeah, well, luckily, there's yeah. not. they're not making that many of these, right? Yeah. But it it's obviously something that enough people want because they sell out... Like that, and then yeah. they go on sale on eBay for thirteen hundred dollars. So yeah, I mean it's 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 a cool product. I just couldn't. I don't think I could go and pay five hundred dollars. No, I couldn't. I couldn't either. Like uh, the the little converter that I bought here recently, 
uh, that Brian and I played a lot of the shitty games on slow stuff it with. Fine, it was great. Worked great. Literally, it was great. Especially if you had uh, a TV that was probably better suited than the one we did. You know, d- blowing up 480p onto a 60-inch fucking plasma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still looks debatable, yeah. but it, it looked good and it ran well, and there was no input latency. So you just have a ri- if you have original hardware and you don't care for all that stuff, then that's great. But if you don't have original hardware or you're not comfortable using converters or perhaps you don't have a TV or whatever that you that will work with it or you're really into uh, like I said here with the VGA if you really like using uh, old school monitors and stuff instead like that you had back in the day then this is a great uh, a great option and uh, it's it's available for an extraordinary price but uh, I kind of dig it I like I like that somebody out there was crazy enough to fucking do that. To yeah, do an I dig, FPGA I, board I, I, yeah, for, for that dig, shit. I dig it too. I mean, it's right down the alleys of guys like you, right? The like, purists, I'm, not, I'm not in a million years going to buy it. I understand that. Yeah. But like the people that think like you do and yeah. want to have that authentic, yeah. that that real experience. Yeah. I'm in a, uh, I'm, I'm like the majority of the casual collectors yeah. that like, hey, you know what? If the game plays and it's playable, I even if it isn't perfect, yeah. I don't. Like, yeah. you know, I'm playing an old shitty, I shouldn't say shitty game because most old yeah. games are great, but you know what I mean. I'm playing an older quality game. I yeah. don't need to have it no. like playing like a $4,000 PC where no. where I, I, I'm looking at every nook and cranny. To no. me, I just, I want to sit down and, and just For most people, play. it comes down to two things when they do want to play their old games. It comes down to input latency on the controller. Yep. Because on the old TVs when you were younger, there was... Zero, mm-hmm. and then when you go and try and plug this in with a converter to a, a newer TV, you're getting like four to six frames of fucking yeah. latency. You're pressing it's the a, button, you're wa- you can physically watch. You jump, and then, <laughs> and then you wait like like fucking four or five frames, and your character jump. And in in some old games, that's you, basically you just that. dead. Yeah. You're just dead. Yeah, because they're platformers. You can't play them, right? Yeah, the platformers. <laughs> well, literal can't do platformers. It. You can only adjust to so much, yeah. and then it's just fucking hard. Yeah. So it's that, and then it's plugging your shit into newer TVs because you don't want to have a fucking massive tube TV yeah. to make it work. Yeah. And stuff like this, or the converter that I had, Listen. is like your one-way ticket to making that shit uh, If work. I had money to piss away, mm-hmm. and I gave zero fucks, and honestly, the thing honestly, like just that I'd recommend that in, for you, especially as a streamer, is the one that I got. Yeah, is ninety fucking dollars. Yeah, just, I can, I can, I can live with that. And it does pretty much everything you could ever want it to do, with very minimal limitations yeah. as to what it can, can and cannot do. Yeah. Uh, and and for for those who are really going for it and really want that pure fucking experience, this is probably the best way to do it. Your dick will be big. Because your other option is something like a Frame Meister. Yeah. And they're, they don't make them anymore, and uh. the prices of those things are fucking going I just grabbed this one. It's sleek. It's nice. You have options. Really, really nice. Plug and play. You don't need to have consoles all over the place. It's exactly. just one little thing. Boom. Done. The show. Uh, remember we talked about we were doing our, our promo for Corsair, yes. uh, and I, I said they should have a keyboard that has <laughs> that has the, uh, the Elgato yeah. Stream Deck keys on the keyboard. Okay, so couple of notes that people were sending me over time. One, like 10 years ago, I, I can't remember what the, the manufacturer was, they had one that had LED keys on it that you could change stuff and to do ma- macro functions on the keyboard. It was obviously not Corsair, it was obviously not Elgato, or any of the, it was not a Stream Deck related thing because it was a decade ago or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that didn't really take off. 
Uh, and then there was a, there's the Corsair K95 Platinum, which is a current keyboard, obviously from Corsair, that has macro keys that can be bound to do Stream Deck functions, mm. but they're not LEDs. They're gotcha. classic G1, Just- G2, G3, whatever function keys. Then there's a Razer Deathstalker Ultimate that has actual LED keys. They're not they're not for the Stream Deck or anything, but again, just like that other one that was like 10 years old, LED keys on there. Gotcha. But there is still right now there is no direct Elgato Stream Deck function keys on a keyboard mm. that are LED screens Bro, like I'm sending I'm sending my rep I'm sending up my rep at Elgato, yeah. our last podcast plug. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm going to say, hey, listen to this. This is what you need to do. Boom. Because like what I just <laughs> described to you, it's like you get a little bit of column A, a little bit of column but yeah, they, yeah. They, have not, they've not they have merged. not brought the superpowers yeah, together but, yet. But now they it's all under the same umbrella. They can make it happen. And this kind of keyboard wouldn't sell 10 years ago. Streaming wasn't big no, enough. It would today. Now? It would today. If you're telling streamers Not that only have, that, like, get, think of the amount of equipment that streamers are trying to get smaller yes, and smaller and smaller. Like, the yes. Go XLR has everything, and yes. then the fucking Elgato Stream Deck gets that even smaller, and then the keyboard, and they're all trying to do minimalized. Yeah. Imagine just having Give me a fucking mechanical keyboard with, with a couple of switch options, and then boom, the boom, Elgato boom, 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 fucking boom, boom, boom. shit. Boom, 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 I don't need a numpad. Nope. Put a fucking Elgato, Elgato thing instead of the numpad. put a Stream Deck right on there. Boom. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit that like button. Hit that like. There you go. We forgot to we forgot to plug the like. Forgot button. to plug it. We fucked up. Hit it. Uh, Jeff, this goes without saying, but man, does it seem to pop up once in a while and remind everyone. But having LAN when you're doing esports tournaments kind of important. Is kind of useful. Yeah. Mostly because the internet and the service providers are garbage. Woefully fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh. And so you end up with situations uh, where entire tournaments are ruined or the, the, the winners are, the, the record is marred because of situations just like this. Mr. Black. There is nothing like having a million dollar tournament on the internet. And then just and having, then having the internet apart, just go to shit. And have to replay the game like five times. Oh, man. I haven't League, League of Legends once. That's really bad. That like screams professionalism. Yeah, it's fucking embarrassing. It should just have land. And I don't know why. I do not know why they don't have it. If you're if you're Takes like effort, Riot I guess. or whatever the fuck, and you're making billions of dollars, Bro. put a goddamn land thing straight up. Ju- build it specifically for just you. for your event. Nobody at yeah. home gets it. Yeah, yeah, just you. Come to LCS just and play you. in our land. Yes, the purest of pure. No latency. Done. No reason why it shouldn't be the case, and it's embarrassing for anyone that doesn't have it. Speaking of embarrassing, Blizzard's embarrassing, and so here we go. So, DreamHack Anaheim 2020 World uh, or Warcraft 3 Open Cup took place, uh, and a bunch of the games were plagued by performance issues. Pro player Thorzane saw his chances at reaching the semifinals thwarted by multiple disconnect issues. And that would sound bad on its own, but wait until you hear who he was up against and who he was beating three to five games with the resets before the last reset happened and then he finally lost to put him out of the tournament. He was playing Moon, the favorite to win the entire tournament, the Korean god. And he was winning. And he was winning. Until eventually Multiple Moon. Multiple times. Until, until eventually, eventually Moon cut. Su- su- he had play. enough, played him enough yeah. with all these resets. He, he, under, he understood what he was doing. He was, he was adapting. He was getting free chances. And then he said, I got you, bitch. Having reached the play, this comes via C- uh, CCN. 
having reached the playoffs, Thorzane faced the favorite to win the competition, Korean professional Moon, in a best of three series. And if you don't know who Moon is, Moon is he's basically a Warcraft god. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to say about him. You don't need to, if you want to like see him in action, you can look, go look him up. But Moon is an, an absolute Warcraft god. Two heated games saw each player land a win, leaving the match uh, matchup open. So it was best of three. They both had a win. In the third game, Thorzane had victory in sight. A win would catapult him to the semifinals, yet the game came to a sudden end when Thorzane disconnected from the game. The tournament organizers called a rematch, and in an attempt to rectify the performance issues, Moon and Thorzane played the match with the graphics reverted to the classic version of Warcraft 3. We're using that real fancy new version of Warcraft 3. Thorzane took a commanding lead, but disconnected again. The two players jumped into a fifth and final game free of any disconnections, but Moon came out on top and advanced to the semifinals. Yikes! Somebody owes Thorzane some money. Yikes! Did he say anything publicly about it? Was he like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, one sec, there might have been like a, t- a tweet there that he had towards the end. Let's see. Uh, here it is here. Uh, I want to thank uh, Lil DC and the uh, star-shaped uh, STHLM for the tons of help and practice you offered me. It helped me a lot, and I grew as a player. But in the end, I guess again, I guess it didn't even matter. That was his tweet on it. Yeah, that's that's that throwing just sounds shade. depressing as that's fuck. throwing shade, and I wouldn't even been throwing shade. I would have been throwing fucking bombs. I'm even throwing chairs. I would have been like <laughs> you guys. I would have said this organization and this fucking thing is pathetic as fuck. Yeah. This is an embarrassment. Blizzard, I know that you dumped your fucking $3 million for StarCraft and Warcraft and ran off into the sunset to go and kill everything we love, but for the love of Christ, have LAN? You just, you Why? don't, in my opinion, okay, in my opinion, nobody should have an eSport event if you don't have LAN in your game for the eSport Yeah, it just doesn't itself. even make sense. You cannot trust the online capability of basically any fucking game that exists, yeah. let alone to run a multi, not this case isn't a multi-million dollar one, but the League of Legends one. That's, that's huh. a big That's a big one. That's a big one. You cannot run one without land, and if you do, I call you a fucking embarrassment because you're like, and if you're running an esport event, you have the money to fucking make land happen in your game. Dude, if it's if it's just on the internet, why are you even flying people in? Let them fucking play at their goddamn well, that, house. Exactly. If that's the case, if, if that's we, the if case, who gives faith, a shit? We're gonna put faith in on that the shit? internet. Go for it. Because then we can't sell, you know, stuff in seats and make it look like a big pageant. Well, that's, that's why it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I feel for him because it's pretty obvious he was his plan was working. The old Warcraft three did have land as a regular feature, just like the old Starcraft. Yeah, had yeah, land. but it, this isn't this isn't old Warcraft no, three. We, this we, is, get, we get new Warcraft three. Yeah, and then they even try and revert it back to old Warcraft three. Yeah. So thinking they can make it run better. Nope. Nope. No, actually, no. That doesn't work. Yikes. The big yikes. That's a big fucking yikes. Um, Xbox put Xbox continues to put out this nice. I want to be able to. Okay, first of all, I want to preface this with something because I fear I, I fear that because Xbox has been putting out so much stuff and we've been talking about it every week that people are going to think that we're sucking the dick of Microsoft on this one. Sony just simply has not put out a single ounce of fucking information on the PS5. I want to talk about the PS5, but nothing exists. With that being said. <laughs> Xbox puts out a what to expect letter in regards to the Series X, uh, which we're going to go over here briefly. And on paper, just to give the people an idea, and lay, if you're a PC gamer, uh, as to where this is, and keep in mind, this is this is 
in the in the efficiency of a console, not just plugging this into a computer, mm-hmm. the Xbox Series X graphics card is faster on paper than a 2080 Super. It's fast. That's an expensive and fast video card. <laughs> um, you put that in a console with, with all the efficiencies that come with being in a console environment, and that's actually really, that's very promising for a console that's likely going to have quite a long lifespan. Yeah. Right? So... Let's open up this little letter. We're, just, we're not going to obviously read the whole thing, but there are some points to, to, to talk about here. So really, they're laying out for people what to expect. This whole thing was about what to expect from the next Xbox in terms of your gaming experience. Yeah. So they talk about what we've already talked about before, the, the processor, the custom processor that's in all that stuff. It's a Zen 2 processor from AMD. Variable rate shading is just we knew um, that. Uh, about that as well. That's basically just a way for the game to... Uh, choose what it's putting its power into, mm-hmm. where your eyes won't be looking at other stuff, mm-hmm. and it allows for the game to look to you better, mm-hmm. but run Lower. way better yeah. on the console. It's doing some trickery stuff. It's doing some fuckery. It's kind yeah. of like X264. It's giving you an imperfect looking image, but yep. to your eyes, it, it looks, looks great. good. Yeah. That's Holy what it shit, is. it's amazing. So instead of a Blu-ray 50 megabytes per second, yeah. or megabit, you're getting... 2500 you know or 2500 you know kbps yeah and to your eyes it's like hey that's okay, good that's, that's nice good. That's i nice. like that that's nice yeah that's nice uh hardware accelerated direct x ray tracing so this kind of like came last like like in the last little bit this wasn't this was something that people thought they would miss the window on uh but they're doing direct x based hardware accelerated ray tracing it's not the same as let's say nvidia's RTX mm-hmm. type stuff, but it is a form of ray tracing. It will be hardware accelerated, and uh, and that's on the way, which is basically the whole lighting thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this Some of this in this next one, I think, is some of the bigger pieces, if not the biggest pieces that I really enjoy uh, seeing. So we already know about the solid-state drive. That's fine. Solid-state drive in a console is going to be great because... Again, the efficiencies within a console versus just plugging it into a computer is quite substantial. The quick resume feature is really cool. So, and was tested quite thoroughly. So the quick resume feature lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantly from where you left off. So if you swap games, do whatever the fuck, and you go back, you put the other game in, or you go, to, or you go back to play the other game, whether you have it downloaded or whatever, you basically just instantly, without any, almost any loading at all, start exactly where you left off before. And it's kind of like that with the Nintendo Switch, but if you turn the console off uh, entirely and not put it into a rest state, mm-hmm. then that, you gotta reload that goes away, and it's yeah. only for one game at a time. Gotcha. This is for multiple games. We don't know how many, but multiple games. I don't know if it's all of them. Fuck, I don't fucking know. It probably depends on the amount of cash they have for this. And it will work after a cold boot. It will even work. They tested it. It even works... After a system fucking update, damn, it will still hold it, which is really nice. So basically, they're very they're they're focused a lot on making sure that you get into your game, yeah, getting into the as action fast as humanly fucking Turn it possible. on, you're in exactly. Uh, dynamic latency input is basically just a um, their uh, a tech that they're working with to um, to make the latency between your controller and the TV even in a wireless mode. To be basically just instantaneous. They want to get that as low as possible. They know that competitive games, I'm sure Sony's going to have something similar. They know competitive games are getting more and more popular. You don't yeah. want the latency that consoles come with in the past. This is their their tech for that to match up with what's being displayed. 
this is really cool and something that the average person won't fucking know that it's even happening, but that's why it's really nice. With HDMI 2.1, they're working along with the alongside the HDMI forum to uh, to create what's it called auto low latency mode. So it's basically there will be TVs uh, when the Xbox is attached to it, where the Xbox when it turns on will automatically set your TV's settings so that it will be the TV's lowest latency mode available. Nice. You don't have to go, go and around, look at fuck the, around and, with shit and look at the documentation for the TV <clears throat> and believe me, if you go to like RT ING it's it's RT it's ratings but it's RT uh like INGS or whatever the fuck dot .com it's where I go for like my TV reviews, monitor reviews. If you go in there trying to dissect what various picture modes a TV has and then what each of those modes are fucking capable of in terms of the colors it will produce, the resolution it can do, the frame rate it does, does it have variable frame rate, does it have this, that, the other thing, the latency of all of it is a f- even for me, mm. it's a rat's nest. Mm. So for the average consumer, you're fucked. <laughs> so with this, you put your Xbox on, your TV, done, and it's done. It's just done. Go play. It'll do it for you. Go play. And on top of that, it's the variable frame rate support as well, which is similar to uh, like a uh, FreeSync mm-hmm. on PCs with 120 FPS support for the console. A lot of TVs now, like I mentioned before, they already have 120 FPS uh, because of gaming. And with consoles doing this kind of stuff, you're going to see that be more and more common. 120 FPS support, variable frame rate, sets your TV as soon as you plug it in. It's do all exactly good stuff. What you want to do. You're basically getting the best gaming experience you can out of your TV just by plugging the Xbox in is their goal, and then when you hop in, you get it's there instant. immediately, and you're off to the races. Now they they talked about that in like a like a like at a high level in discussions like last year, where they were where they were discussing what their goals were with the console, where they wanted to reduce the amount of time people were waiting, period, to start playing. Mm-hmm. They wanted people to just hop in, and this is what they were doing for that. Next section here, we're talking about the um, game compatibility. So they mentioned four generations of gaming. Now the the uh, I don't know how they're getting to four, but uh, they're saying our commitment compatibility means using uh, existing Xbox One games, including backwards compatible Xbox 360 and original Xbox games, look play and play better than ever before. Your favorite games, including titles in the Xbox Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates, faster load times, improved resolution, and visual fidelity, all with no developer work required. Mm-hmm. Similar to the Xbox One X, doing that stuff with their old games that were backwards compatible. The upscaling, all that stuff, no developer work needed to be done. They basically go to the developer. They say, can we do this game? They say, yay or nay. It becomes backwards compatible. You plug it in, and you're getting an even better looking experience than the original game was, which is nice. Uh, And all of the Xbox One gaming accessories are all forward compatible with the Series X. You don't need to rebuy controllers. You don't need to be rebuying all that shit. Basically, just goes forward. Uh, Smart delivery is nice, too. So smart delivery is just a is just a businessy term that says you buy a game once doesn't matter what Xbox you buy it on or when, and whenever you put in that game to whatever console and shit that you have, you don't have to buy it multiple times, and it will play the appropriate settings for that. So let's say you downloaded a game on your Xbox One, and then you buy a Series X, mm-hmm. and you go and you download on the Series X, you don't have to pay for it a second time, mm. and then it will download the appropriate version of that game 
for the Series X because obviously the version that the Series X is going to play is going to be way different yeah. from the Xbox One. So that's all done automatically. No worries, no extra cool. That's for the first-party stuff, in-house Xbox-related uh, things and that's the cool. Game Pass stuff. And then, of course, the Game Pass, which we've discussed multiple times as right now being probably and continuing to be the best value ever for a console. For, for game, ga- gaming. gaming. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's like Netflix if it actually was worth the money. Yes. It's it's unimaginably valuable, yeah. the, the Game Pass. Yeah. And I think going forward, if they can get more exclusives to be tied up in that, it's going to be a big fucking selling point yeah. for the Xbox. I agree. And it's one of those things where, like, um, it's something I'd fuck with. Like, I just bought an Xbox One a couple weeks ago yeah, for, for yeah, a sponsor for thing sponsor next month. Thing, yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I might end up just grabbing Xbox Game Pass and yeah. just never buying a game and just fucking with whatever I can play with on the Game Pass. Yes. Yes, is within the fu- Xbox, within, within, the, within the Xbox environment, that's a very, especially as a streamer, where you tend to like pop, you know, stop and pop, yeah. on games. Yeah, it's just like that's good. You hop in, you yeah. play them. You're probably you because you game for a living. You finish games faster than most people do anyway. Yep, and even people who are playing like if they're if they're, uh, you know, you only have one console, you do that. You really can get value out of your system. Yep. You know, you're going to get through games fast enough. If you beat one game a fucking month on the Game Pass, it's oh, paying getting, for itself getting, four times you're over. You're getting your money's worth. <laughs> Wildly. It's, it's, a, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. It's a, gr- it's a great deal. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn popped up in the news again. Mm. This time, Amazon France had a PC version up on the site for a short time before it got taken down. Oh, it's coming. Um, February 28th, so yesterday, was the third anniversary of Horizon Zero Dawn. So, now that doesn't mean anything. Amazon France has had this exact thing happen in the past with the PC release of another game. I can't remember what it was. It turned out to be nothing. But I think in this case, I, it's I'm going gonna, 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 gonna to double down on it. It's coming. This fucking game is coming. Yeah. And it's coming to PC. Yeah. And they'll probably announce it around the same time they announce Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Is my best guess. Uh, they're going to say, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is in development. Here's the trailer. And by the way, PC version of Horizon Zero Dawn with all the included content, Game of the Year edition, comes now. Go buy it. <laughs> okay. That's my, that's my best guess. Uh, so we, we talked, obviously, several podcasts ago about mixers buying up the world. Yes. Uh, and their continued effort that's slowed. We haven't heard anything in the in the last it's month been a or couple, so. It's been a couple months since and they so, picked up. Uh, so they picked up their last round of uh, yeah. of folks, and so it was interesting to me. Somebody po- it was this was in the podcast section on my Discord. It was another one of the. New I, I, wa- I already watched this. Uh, so you, you've seen this video, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'll just play the audio. We won't we won't switch over to a reaction video or anything like that. But I'll play the audio eventually. But I'll I'll frame this first. So. So apparently, morale at Mixer is particularly low right now, and it stems from a number of reasons. Um, this came from a an unconfirmed, but after seeing this video, highly likely to be accurate letter from a uh, from a Mixer em- employee that sent an, uh, an anonymous letter to on Microsoft. Um, it was just like a reporting website for Microsoft related stuff. Um, 
stating all of these things about how uh, morale is super low. Uh, you know, they've cycled out a lot of their hiring employees here, um, or they've or they've left the company. They just went through a round of of uh, layoffs where they laid off like it was like twenty five percent of the remaining team, mm. which was not a big team to begin with. Mm. And so now they're starting to apparently or allegedly miss uh, releases of feature sets and stuff because they just don't have the, the manpower the manpower to do it. Uh, and one of the new people that they had brought in, uh, this is the new general manager, her name is uh, Shilpa Yadla, held a town hall meeting, I probably murdered that name by the way, meeting with the remaining team. And I, I don't know why it's on YouTube, but it's there. And I'm going to be honest with you, there is a saying, there is a saying that people don't quit jobs, they quit managers. Mm. And I'd be quitting this one. This is a prime example yeah. of somebody, I know what she's trying to say, Yeah. but this is, you know what we're about to watch? Remember we talked about the, uh, the, old, uh, the old stereotype of the old coach that goes in and tells you it's gut check time, you suck yeah. it the fuck up. And yeah. you don't, this is literally this the is manager it. version this is it. of that coach, yeah. and it never will work. I cringed, bro. I cringed multiple I cringed. fucking times. I, cr- I almost don't even want to listen to it again. It's that bad. And so I can only imagine what the employees were, were coming out of that town, like that meeting. Well, they, can't, they, they left going, we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think things just got worse. We shouldn't have had this town hall meeting. So here it is. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, we'll play the Happen, audio for are you. Are we going to do this? Are we going to give up? Oh, my God. I don't think this is happening. Oh, this is. This does- okay. So uh, I, we're not showing the video, but uh, sh- this is a town hall meeting. She's got a PowerPoint up here. And um, the title of the slide that she's got gone right now is Organizational Culture. Culture Eats Strategy for Breakfast, which is actually, I believe, a quote that the CEO of Microsoft uses a lot. And the irony of saying culture eats strategy for breakfast and then listening to this woman talk is almost unimaginable. So let's listen in. Happen? Are we going to do this? Are we going to give up? Oh my God, I don't think this is happening. Oh, this is this does not make sense, etc., 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 etc. For the past two months, or actually ever since I joined this organization, I heard a lot of, across all levels across all of the organization. I think everyone of us have choices in our lives. We have two choices, like him. He had choices. He could cry, sit down, stop, or he could focus. He chose to focus, and that's the result. That's the passion and perseverance and tenacity he's demonstrated. We don't have that kind of problems here. We don't. We have both the hands, mostly. Okay, so she, you don't get to hear it because they cut the part out. But she was giving an example of a man who lost a hand and then decided to not be sad about it. And then she showed what this man accomplished with only one hand Mm -hmm. and then said, all of us in here have two hands. We don't have this guy's problem. Why are we all so down? We shouldn't be down about it. Adam, there's starving kids in Africa. What's wrong with you? That's where she is with this right now. Flawless logic. Um, we have an organization like Microsoft who's investing in our business. We have has so much talent collectively from production, creativity, technical, product, program, like name it. We have an awesome talent together here. 
And we have a product that is so awesome, so exciting, so much meaning, so much impact, so much excitement, so much fun. Yet here we are trying to talk about, oh, uh, my world is dooming, my team is dooming, blah, 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 blah. And so my, my blah, 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 blah. Choices. Choices. Either you say, I, I actually think it's like two parts of the people in the world, right? There's one segment of the people who have thousand reasons why they could succeed, one reason why they think they could not succeed, they leave thousand reasons why they would not succeed. They'll give up. They'll complain, nag, and give up. And there is this section of the people who basically find one reason. They may have thousand reasons like this guy, thousand reasons why he cannot succeed. But one reason why he would succeed, that's the focus and tenacity. He chose that. I want to be here, not there. And my, I'll ask all of you to decide where you want to be. Either you want to complain and nag or whatever. Complain and, and nag. And negative about everything. Yikes, Or dog. have the that we are here in Microsoft as part of Mixer with so much of opportunity, bright talent here, trust each other, treat each other with respect, show positive energy, show ton of optimism and move forward. Please make a choice. And I ask all of you to really, really, really rethink about like how we are framing our mind. Because like I said last time, optimism, positivity is what gets us anywhere. I cannot tolerate negativity and negative swirls and et cetera, et cetera. That does not mean I don't understand the challenges. I have a lot of empathy, but I'm not here to sympathize with anybody. There's so many things that I could say right now. I got about 15 jokes that I could spit. Look, but I'm not even going to bother. Look, look, I, I'm i sure she's a very qualified business person. Really? You have to be to get to that point in some way, shape, or form. But what she isn't is a manager, plain and simple. She's just not a manager. She has no she, – she has – some of what she's verbalizing here are things that you might – that you would – Take into consideration as a manager, you think about them in, in terms of what your employees or the people below you are thinking and how they're acting, but you don't verbalize them in front of them and chastise them for it. You're the problem solver, not them. Yeah. You're the manager. They're looking to you for leadership. Yes. If they could just go out and be positive all the time and never have any complaints about anything and then be Ned goddamn Flanders seven days a week, uh. they wouldn't need a manager. They no. do this without you. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, they need a leader to keep the ship pointed in the right direction, yeah. but you don't do it by telling them that they're all being fucking sissy bitches. They're nagging. She actually nagging. used the word nagging. It's like- uh, You're nagging me with your problems, blah, blah. She actually said blah, blah, she blah. She said blah, 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 blah. So- Actually, she said da, 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 da. Yeah. Which, which if you if you go back and you and you read the captions, it was yeah. blah blah. Yeah, it's it's a big nope for me, dog. It's a big nope for me. And I look at her and I go, "Hey, you want me to make a choice? Here it is. I quit. That would have been the show. You're absolutely right, though. She needs to be a leader. She needs to look them in the face. She needs to be sympathetic." 
She needs to be understanding of. Uh, you don't uh, even necessarily need to be sympathetic. Well, I mean, she needs to. Uh, she, she she needs, needs to, to have. Be, she needs she, to be more. Uh, 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 she needs to have more empathy, I guess, to some degree. If you want to win over the crowd that is absolutely fucking hating yes. their lives, you have to put yourself in their shoes. Yes. But at the same time, you don't want to be friends with them, and no. you you got to be stern and and say and 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 get them riled up. But you don't do it by quite literally. There's 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 so Making many different managerial styles. This one that she has right now is basically the bottom of the fucking barrel from managerial perspective. Um it's Yeah, I uh, man, I could write I could write a fucking book on how bad this two minutes and forty seconds are from a managerial perspective. It's bad. And somebody in chat said she's a manager, not a, a leader. There is no difference between the two of them. I know what you're saying. We're like one, like a it's almost like a micromanager versus a leader. But a, a manager is the leader of a team. That's what they are. They're supposed to be a leader. They they're, manage they're, people. They manage people. They manage teams. They're in that position because they are equipped to deal with everything that the people below them, or is are supposed to be equipped to deal with everything that the people below them have to go through on a daily basis, and to be able to navigate that and turn them into a positive direction every time they come to them with any kind of issue, and to, and to present the tasks at hand in a digestible manner so that the team continues to work efficiently and happily. That is what a manager fucking does. The thing about management and leadership is that there are there are uh, soft skills and intangible soft skills, or intangible skills, or or skills that you cannot learn that some people have, mm. and some people it's called people skills. just don't fucking have. It's called people. You skills. can learn the science behind people skills and still not be able to employ them properly yeah. Yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. And so that's why sometimes leadership doesn't need to necessarily always be able. To, you know, to, it doesn't always have to be somebody that was pulled out of, let's say you're managing a bunch of programmers. The manager of a bunch of programmers doesn't always have to be somebody who was a programmer who is better than all the other programmers below them. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case that it needs to be. Or like in the, or in the, or in a restaurant business, it doesn't always have to be that, <coughs> that way. Bro, she could have given that entire speech the same way without fucking uh, throwing shade at the people she's talking to. She literally could have the same type of message. She didn't need to bring up some black and white picture of a dude with with one with one hand. Yeah. She didn't need you know, You're like motherfuckers. People, you all have two dude, hands. Yeah, it's don't bitch. Yeah, you go to work. Don't fucking don't fucking do that. You know, she went in there. She went in there almost to the point where she was like almost looking for people to quit. Well, no, like, it, it, I, I didn't read it like that. I was looking for people to fire. Yeah, uh, yeah. When she was telling them. It was almost like giving them an ultimatum. Ultimatum. It's like, it hey, was, what park? What? What? Which one are this? Are, are you? Are you the person with a thousand reasons to succeed and one to fail, and you focus on, on the, the one, one to, to fail? fail, or are you the thousand reasons to fail and one to succeed, and you're, and you're looking at the succeeding? Succeed. Which one are you? That it almost seems like she was baiting people to which, to, to to leave, yes. get pissed off. To say fuck this, I want. She literally said, "I want you to make a decision," and she said it like two or three times. So you know what that tells me is what that tells me, and what it would tell most of the people in the room. We is want that, sheep. Is that every 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 concern that was ever raised to her to this point? Yeah, has been something that didn't need to be said or yeah. was she's tired. Yeah, she's tired of hearing it because there's bigger issues in, involved. I don't care because that. in the situation she wants people that in, in that parable that she's using or in that example. That makes sense if it's something that 
everything is out of your control. It's a thousand reasons why it might not work or whatever and it's out of your control or it's something those issues that you can afford to ignore to yeah. focus on success on, on succeeding. Yeah. That's not always the fucking case. Sometimes there are issues that need to be uh, tackled. Yeah. That are going to maybe there is only one way to succeed and there's all these ways of uh, of of failing. Yeah. And you look at all the failures and you uh, or the re- reasons to fail and you can select the ones that are most likely to be your biggest challenges that you need to tackle and focus on those and you have to. You don't you don't get to ignore those and put your head in yeah. the sand and then just keep working towards this one fucking goal of succeeding yeah. because there's a chance that even if you do that one thing properly you're still going to fail. Something over here is going to is going it's to gonna eclipse it. hamstring yeah, you and you're it. not going to get it. Yeah, that's just it. It seemed like and and listen, that was a two minute and twenty second clip. We have no idea what was said before, what the problems are, or what the people in the room were saying, or anything like that. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. The it to- actually doesn't yeah, matter. The tone and delivery was horrible. Yeah. Um. You know, something tells me that people aren't complaining about that. There's never any toilet paper in the bathroom on the main floor. No. Something tells no. me that there's a whole lot more slew of shit, and people are uh, getting tired of it. And she's going, "Hey, cry me a river." She literally could have just say, came in and played Justin Timberlake's Cry Me a River, yeah. said, you don't like it here, go find a different job, yeah. and go fucking whine to them, because I don't want to hear a blah, 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 and you're nagging complaints, and I need you to focus on the things that we got going for us, yeah. and I want you to find a solution instead of looking for reasons to bitch and moan and complain. If you don't like it, get the fuck out, because here when I run this place, we don't, we don't listen to naggers. We we want people. We want doers, and if you ain't gonna be doing what needs to be done, then get the fuck out. That's pretty much what she was saying. You know, it's the, it's the cla- straight up saying it. It's like the classic. It's the classic. Don't bring me problems. Bring me solutions. Yes. It's like, well, then why the fuck are you here? Exactly. <laughs> you oh, you want me to do your job for if you? I, if I just have a solution for everything, why would I, I even don't need bring a, you a solution? No, I don't just need do to it. come to you. I'll no, just, just do, do it. it. It's crazy, bro. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's 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 crazy. It wasn't a good look. It was a bad look. It wasn't a good look. It's a bad look. Um, if I was, if I was, uh, what's what's the CEO's name? Nadella or I can't remember his last name now off the top of my head. Um, if I was him and I saw this town hall, oh, oh, I'll be honest with you. I'd fire her on the spot. Oh, she'd have been done. She'd be gone. Yeah, you you're you are not qualified. There because my two options there are yeah. I either need to sit down with this girl and try and teach her to, how to actually do her job and take a lot of time out of my day or pay somebody else to fucking do it. Yeah. Or pay her yeah. to go get an education that's actually about leadership yeah. and not just how to walk into a room and put up a fucking shitty PowerPoint yeah. and shit on all of your employees. Yeah. Or I just fire her and then go find Bro, somebody. If, if you're going to shit on your employees, come in and shit on them. Yeah. Like, come in and just fucking say it. Guys, I'm tired of it. Don't fucking some make some sort of inspirational yeah. fucking bullshit and, and patronize the people that are working yeah. for you. Because that's what it came down down as. It was just like, holy shit. You know what would be a badass move? If the CEO was like, hey, I'm going to fire her. I'm going to hire someone else. He or she is going to hold the town hall and yeah. then talk about the shitty management that yes. we just had yeah. and 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 get back to connecting with the with the people that work in the company because the reality is is that she's not wrong no, but she's, her delivery is hor- delivery of it yeah, is not- about the worst you could possibly fucking do and yeah. that's the difference between somebody who is a leader and somebody who 
um, who is a business qualified yeah. but is not a leader whatsoever. It's yeah. like it's it's like you know you got in in university for example, and you were in university. She pulled a ninja, bro. This, she pulled a ninja. Is, you made a tweet. Yeah, you'll have you'll have professors. Yeah, who are brilliant and did extraordinarily well in their field, and then they go to become an, a professor, and they have zero teaching skills. Yeah. They are super qualified, yeah. but zero teaching skills. Yeah. This girl, I promise you, is in the same fucking place. Yeah. Super qualified, zero leadership skills. Yeah. Yeah. And she just showed it, showed it in two minutes and 40 seconds. Even if that was all out of context, which it definitely wasn't, but even if there was like no other context there. It's not a good one. That two minutes and 40 seconds should never have even been yeah. in any context of that presentation, period. Get rid of it. Get it gone. Yeah. Because if your team is already in a spot where that's what they're doing, this is the last fucking thing they that's going hear. to inspire them yeah, no. to do anything else. They're not going to rally. If anything, they're going to... Man. That was not a Braveheart moment. No. If that was Mel Gibson up there on the horse telling everybody no. about freedom... Freedom! They'd be like, you know what, motherfucker? You go and die and get chopped up by yourself. I'm going to turn the fuck around and I'm going to go live to fight another day. That's that's literally what it was. She needed to rally the troops, said, hey, if this mixer ship is going down, we're going to go down giving it everything we got because we're passionate about what we do. Yes. Instead, she was like, you're all fucking dumpsters. You're all and bitching and whining. You're nagging. This is like, don't you have phones? <laughs> don't you have, what was the second one? It was like, don't you have phones? There was another one we made the joke of earlier and now it's like. No, then there's the ninja tweet. Yeah, it's, it's like, a, hey, we know it. We know what you're trying to say, bro. You're not saying it right. And then it's like, don't you have two hands? It's just a game. It's not just a game. It's fucking bad. Get bro. angry. Yeah, get angry. Get angry. Cut check time. Get out there. Get angry. <laughs> that toilet paper that isn't in the main bathroom on the on the floor. Get angry. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure morale do you, at Mixer is low right now. Do you not have both hands? Exactly. <laughs> what are you complaining about? Do you not have both of your hands? Hey, do you have phones? Do you, have, do you yeah. not have both hands? What are you whining about? Get angry. Get angry. <laughs> <laughs> what a gong show. So that's uh, not what I want to see from Mixer right now. <laughs> that's the opposite of what I want to see from Mixer what, right That's now. not what any of the partners... That's not what. That's just not that a. That is look. not going to you give anyone confidence. Just to have, you know what? This this is getting to the point now. Seeing shit like this, where when Mixer goes to the next big streamer and goes, "Hey, I got ten million from you," they're gonna go, "You better make it fifteen, because this shit might not." E and I want it up front, because it's probably not gonna be around long enough for me to cash out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next up, the Konami Code Creator. Uh, Kazuhisa Hashimoto has passed away, Jeff, mm. after uh, a life dedicated to making everyone's day better by including the Konami code. So everyone who is a true gamer knows the Konami code. Up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, right. BA, then start. Or select start, depending if you're going two players or not in the game that you're playing. Mm. So how this came to be is uh, he was a programmer Konami. Created the code during the development of uh, of Gradius, which mm -hmm. is one of the most... It's amazing. It's a space shooter. Incredible fucking video game. Still holds out today. Classic. Yeah. Um, even the developers... This is, this is coming from TechCrunch. Even the developers, it turns out, found it a bit of a hassle to get through repeatedly testing uh, or for testing purposes. That's why during the por uh, porting process from the arcade to the NES... 
Hashimoto made himself a bit of a shortcut to make things easier for himself, and thus the Konami Code. He created the command that would award the player the most crucial items for surviving the game's challenges. The sequence to activate it uh, needed to be easy for him to remember during the many playthroughs, but extremely unlikely for a player to input it by accident. And so, he settled on the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, after which is usually appended by start, since the code is often entered while paused or at the title screen. Mm-hmm. Fate intervened here, and the code, which was meant to be removed before the team wrapped up, was forgotten about mm. and ended up in the shipping uh, in the shipped out product. Somehow, word got out about the code, which again, this is the '80s. How the fuck that got out? Well, somebody behind the scenes must have leaked said it, that right? shit. Leaked yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. They realized it was still in the game and, and leaked it. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone, obviously, that bought Gradius was using that shit because that game is hard, hard as fuck. Uh, and there you go. Uh, and then uh, as uh, after that, I mean, it was included in a, everything, in a ton of games, yeah. uh, and and it was referenced in other games. It was uh, some games would like kill you if you used it and be like, you can't cheat. Yeah, you know, there's it's a it big, was everywhere. It's a big part of gaming. In movies. It was a massive part of gaming. And so, uh, <laughs> hats off to Hashimoto for a, a life of uh, of uh, service in the gaming industry, and giving us one of the uh, the great gaming memes. The Konami Code. Mm. R.I.P. Baldur's Gate 3 has an hour long, not that we're about to watch an hour long of it, I'm going to skip through some of it, uh, demo, live demo that they did. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, a couple things. Actually, oh my god, I forgot one of the, oh my, Jeff, huh? Adam, ah! slow down. I forgot something to put in here this week. And we're going to skip to that first because I'm going to preface this Baldur's Gate gameplay with this. Diablo 4. Oh, boy. Um, got... <laughs> okay, so they put... It's not really a trailer, but what they did was... I guess they're trying to, like... And they'll probably have more of these where they're doing, like, these... Um, these showing of the various, like, factions or whatever within Diablo mm-hmm. and the various enemy types or character types that come with it. Mm. And so um, there are showcases. They're done in-game, in-engine, mm. and they're like a little rotato potato type deal to show you. But here's the thing. This one's for the cannibal family. Here's the thing. Well, don't spoil it. Let me watch it. Okay. I'll, I'll, Holy I'll, fuck. I'll, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I almost went out. Holy I wanted shit, to go, Adam. I wanted to go in on it. Relax. I want to go in. Uh, Let me right. watch it. I'm going to give you zero fucking more information. Thank you. And I'm going to say nothing. Get me in it. And then I'm going to get you All right. to give me. Because I haven't seen it. I don't know what this is. Imper- impersonation or your impression, I should say. All right. Uh, impression of this. Let me see. You ready? I'm, I'm born ready. <clears throat> this is max quality, by the way. Nice. So is this like a still of the action? This is in-game just with everything frozen. Oh, okay.
music. It's a menacing. It's amazing. Look at the detail. Is that blood on him? Wow. Yes. Whoa, geez, that was so real. I what thought it was, it was coming right at me. Wow, Diablo 4. <laughs> Buy it today. Okay. Okay. Moonhouse is the first thing that came to my mind when I watched this. What are your thoughts on what we just witnessed? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, bro. It looks like they took a like a still from a developing standpoint and then did a little 360 spin camera. The only thing we were missing from there was no music and a nerd going, Hey guys, well, you'll notice that uh, this is the the could be the the carnival family, and uh, uh, this is an area where you go on top of a mountain, and, and uh, they are uh, they like to kill people and eat them. That's that's what I was getting. You know what I took away from that? I took away from uh, from this couple of things. One, I really want to know how they managed to do a still of in-game footage with a rotating camera. And still have it stutter and run like, like ass. It ran I on thought, a potato. I thought that was just my internet. No, thing. that is the game. Oh. oh, I thought that was just YouTube doing what YouTube does. No, that's actually the video. Oh, okay. Yikes! What happens when it moves? What happens when it moves? My first time I watched it at home, I was like, "Bro, you know what? You know what Path of Exile needs to do? They need to release a clip of, of a still a rotating, of like a the, rotating thing, oh my and just God. all its glory with no fuck ups or anything like that, with some eerie music or some yes. trolley music in the background." Yes, dude, that would be amazing, bro. Yes. That right there would be amazing, dude. That that okay. Beyond the fact that it stuttered on a paused scene rotating around a mountain. Dude, that it stuttered any, multiple times. Badly. It actually it never stopped stuttering. The entire video was one giant. It was just, it was just how bad was the stuttering? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. The texture work, I know this game is looked at from a top-down view. Wasn't looking all that good. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is Blizzard, man. I don't know why they put that out. They were trying to get people hype, bro. It ain't working. What in the fuck does that do to generate hype? You put out a stuttery-ass 1080p video that you hand off to IGN. And you hand it off to IGN of all people, too. And then you say, and then you, and, you, and then like IGN, what made it really bad was IGN called it a trailer at first, and people were like super salty about that. I mean, it technically is, but it's more of like a They should a, call it a, a teaser, teaser trailer, not like a that. trailer. But it's like... I mean, call it whatever you want. It looked like dog shit. It ran like dog shit. And it's and up against the other games in this category right now. Oh, it's embarrassing. It looks dude. it's embarrassing, dude. Embarrassing. You don't you don't put out any you don't put out a fucking trailer like they did, like a cinematic, I should say, like they did that looks so good cuz Blizzard cinematic. 
and that was like properly done and then follow that shit up with that. That instills zero confidence in me as to how that game is going coming along in development. Um bro, you 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 want to you want to know what Diablo is right now? Dead? Yes, beyond that. Okay. I have two analogies for you. Okay. And they have nothing to do with sex. Wow. I was going to say, is, are we shooting 50-50 on this one? Is shoot- one of them? Yeah, no, we're not. Wow. It has nothing to do with sex. Okay. All right? You've got Path of Exile yes. right over here. Yeah. All right? You've got Path of Exile. People that are working at Path of Exile are having a good time. Yeah, they are. You know, it's like Google. Yeah. You go there. You can do your laundry. There's a gym. Everyone has their pet. Everyone brings their pet to work. Caviar for lunch. That's it. Free food. Snacks, breaks. That's right. Got massage therapists, free parking. Hell, they even will cook you. They have a chef there on Fridays that'll cook you a meal that you love. Sushi bar open all the time. Getting paid exuberant amounts of money. They're actually just piping granules of cocaine. And you know what? Fuck it. People are fucking in the back just to add the sex in there. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's a good. It's it's it is consensual. Fun sex. That's right. Great time. Corporate sex. That's Path of Exile. Yeah. You got Blizzard, Diablo. Yeah. It's a mixer town hall meeting. Nobody's having sex, Jeff. Blizzard is telling the folks, hey, we could focus on the shitty frames on her still. Stop the nagging. Don't whine. Don't whine. Think of the positives. Diablo 4 is coming. Focus on that. Focus on that. You, If you nag and blah, 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 oh my God, it looks like dog shit. Oh my God, Path of Exile does it better. Oh my God, Diablo 3 was a shit storm, but then it started getting better. Oh my God, no one wants the fucking Diablo Immortal on the phone. Stop it. This gentleman had one hand. <laughs> you guys have phones. You cocksuckers, stop nagging. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Diablos 4 is coming. Isn't that what you wanted? That is Diablo. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. Blizzard. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. over. Yes. Stop. What is this? <laughs> what? Why are you releasing this? Dude, you're Diablo. You're supposed to be the cream of the crop. Yeah. You you're supposed to own this genre. You you know what? Exile's been fucking you dry for the last fucking six years. <laughs> They've been fucking you anally, and there ain't fuck all you've been doing about it. They even waited for you to announce anything for and Diablo. And then they waited and fucked you harder to announce, to announce their shit. <laughs> You know what you need to do? You need to crush Diablo. You need to actually come out and go, hey, at Path of Exile, we're the big dicks. Yes. Fuck you. We have so much more money than you. Our game is bigger. We fucked up. We made it better. And now we're going to come out with four. We're not going to fuck up. And we're going to fuck you dry. We're going to start taking people that you have, and we're going to convert them back because a lot of them are leaving. Yes. But instead... They come up with shit like that that looks like it came off the set of one of those little uh, tabletop games where you create your own little fucking minions. I'm going to be honest with you, Jeff. My cell phone could have run what that Dude, did. Dude, that shit is awful. It's bad. I, 
really bad. I, I actually, I don't know what blizzards do. Uh, dude, they're fucking up everywhere other than WoW. Well, and that, and that was a freebie, really, if you think about it. Like, WoW is, WoW is just free money. Bro, I, it's, it's crazy, bro. Uh, Diablo, there, nobody, I, nobody's disagreeing that Diablo 3 didn't get better over time. Uh, it, that's what I'll say. It got good. But it took three years to get there. Dude. But, but why and are even they t- after that? Why are they doing this? Even after that, if you're gonna choose between Diablo three and Path of Exile, you're usually playing Diablo three just because you like Diablo, and yeah. it's not because you're choosing a better game. Yeah. I think it's I think it's about as close as you can get to an objective fact that Path of Exile is a demonstrably better game than Diablo three in every way, shape, and they form. They still have the branding. They got the loyalty. That's, That's the it. only thing yeah. that keeps people. From not playing Path yeah. of Exile. Yeah. Because Path of Exile is objectively better. A better fucking game. And we're and that's not even subjective, bro. No. It's objectively a better uh, I would argue it's pretty much at that point now. Yes. And this is not helping that point. This, this, this is bad. This is not helping. This that is point. really bad. And let's keep it real, dude. The 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 Diablo 4 shit that we saw before didn't even look good. No, that shit looked mediocre. It really as didn't fuck. look like really didn't. If look that good. shit was like Diablo Immortal, people were like, okay, yes, eh. because it looked like something my phone could run. Yeah, this is yes. not Diablo Four. No, it actually looks worse than Diablo Three. Yes, yeah, and I, they can go ahead and give me whatever. Oh, we want it to make it's the look done the, yet. Yeah, uh, it's still unfinished. We, we wanted to. We wanted to bring it back to the classic it, feel. The Diablo 2 that y'all love, that bring the color palette. Look, there is a certain there is a certain amount of jank that you can show to the public before before releasing a game. Uh and Blizzard doesn't have much wiggle room, so their amount of jank that they can that they can show off is almost zero. Bro, Blizzard actually needs to come out and say, hey guys, IGN fucked up. They took the file we had and they fucked it up somehow and they put it up on their YouTube channel. That isn't actually what we did. Yeah. They actually they're gonna have to pass blame because that yeah. shit is awful. Bob fucked get... up the encoder when he was yeah. rendering the video and that's what the stuttering. Yeah, no, is. no, 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 no. You don't, you don't bring that out, bro. You don't bring that out. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I actually thought it was my like just a YouTube video. Nope. No, that's it. Yeah, no. Anyway, Diablo is fuck Blizzard, dude. It, so, this shit is just and, it. It's 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 a bad. This is bad. This is just bad. Well, with that being said, similar genre, not exactly the same, but very similar genre. We have Baldur's Gate three coming. Right. Okay, and Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> tell me it's. Is, tell me it's better. Let's put it this way: is not getting the the funding uh, that a Blizzard game would get, and it probably looks. However, <laughs> it probably looks infinitely better. Let me get my headphones. <laughs> as we skip around this little demo, <laughs> I won't be able to find it in this demo, but at one point. So it's all based on Let's the D, go. Come on, the, on the D and D thing. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Um, where he he actually like critically fails an attack with like an actual weapon, but then he throws a boot, and the boot landed and actually killed. <laughs> Dude, it's an hour and ten minutes long. Yes, we're obviously not watching all this. That's why I said we're gonna skip oh, around. Oh yeah, no. Uh, but there's no there's no like summation video somewhere that I could find. So. All right. All right. So we it's got like some the podcast is coming out next Wednesday. Yeah. It'll probably fix itself. Oh, no, yeah. never mind. It's, there you go. it's on auto. There we go. So right off the bat, even though this game can be largely played from a top-down perspective because of the how it is, mm-hmm. 
character models already <clears throat> looking pretty good. Really great. Yeah. And uh, there's more, but we're only showing a few. That's a weird looking character. Well, it's a it's a halfling. Oh, that's why. Baldur's Gate's uh, cinematic, which we I think we might have watched in the past in the podcast. I can't remember, but uh, also <coughs> looks really great. Yes. Let's get into some dialogue. Yo. Uh, so what just happened to us? That's pretty. And so lots of choices, and apparently <coughs> the choices are actually changed based on your character type. So for this example. <coughs> Um, he's playing like a vampire, and so, for example, here, like he's saying now, like there are options to go that route based on the fact that you're a vampire, you haven't eaten in a while, maybe you want to go in. I mean, this looks good. It's voice, voice acted. Act the voice acting is good. I know it's really quiet, but that's just the video. A healer. Wilderness. I'm hoping something of use might be behind these doors, but I've barely made a dent in them so far. Okay, so I can offer to help her, but I'm a rogue also, so I can tell her. To All right, where's the gameplay? So we can go in. Oh wait, was that it? Yeah, here we go. my boots. so for effect, I'll just throw my boots Threw his boots, managed to kill the enemy. There you go. What I liked about this demo when I watched a bunch of it was <coughs> this wasn't like a canned yeah. segment. Yeah. They put the game on, the guy went up on stage and played, and at one point in this, he actually has a full squad wipe, he dies. Uh, and they didn't try to hide when the game was a bit, uh, a bit jank. It's good. So that looks good. We already saw that. All that stuff looks good. Here's walking around the world. Back here earlier, there was like a walking segment, I think, where he was going over. Yeah, like the various ways in which you can like play. So is this gonna be just solo, or is it gonna be multiplayer? Do we know? Uh, well, it'd be a largely like Baldur's Gate in the past would be largely a single player experience. I don't know if they open it up to be. I don't know if they're opening it up to to do multiple. But what people are really hoping for is. I can't remember if it's Path of Exile or another game. No, I don't think it's Path of, Path of Exile. Divinity, I think. Uh, this is closer to a Divinity, Original Sin, than like a Path of Exile, for example, or a Diablo. But um, in Divinity, you could set up like your an, an entire D&D game with tile sets from the game mm-hmm. and play it out that way. This game actually has in-game like proper shown dice rolls, critical fails, That's cool. natural 20, stuff like that. So what people are hoping for is that at some point, they'll actually have... Um, a similar function where they'll be able to have that and then have campaigns built within the game. That's which would dope. be dope, yeah. right? 
Uh, and I think personally that's the future of D and D. To open it up to more uh, to more people mm-hmm. is to actually have games like this. Yeah, available you, to use available to as use your world tile sets. Yeah, and and use as your world as a as a foundation. Uh, oh yeah, that was that was his, I think his his wipe. But yeah, everything the game looks good, runs well. For this point, except for at the very end, they have this <coughs> this <laughs> glitch that happens when he comes back upstairs. It was nice. He la- he laughs it off. They weren't trying to fucking hide the fact that it was jank. They weren't trying to do like a like a, a fucking whatever. And then his character actually just at some point he has him like lay down or something. He gives up. The battle is this like actually a battle happening? <laughs> he gave up. He gave up the battle. Uh, but yeah, so that's looking like it's coming along well. That's obviously very early. Uh, but even in its early state, looks fantastic. I was really, I was really happy with the voice acting and stuff. I liked playing some of the Divinity. Uh, Divinity is a really good game, mm. um, but it just didn't, it just didn't, it just didn't grab me. This game looks like it might be something that's that's uh, a little bit more up my alley. And I like, I like the in the conversations. It's almost like in third person where you're re- remembering where it's like, I said this or I did this instead. Kind of like you were sitting at a D and D table. Yeah. And and saying that out, it's kind of like a new, uh, a different take on it. I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty good. Hey, so there you go. That looks infinitely better than Diablo Four, for a game that just like again happens mostly from that perspective when they're getting down, and obviously they render differently when they're in a conversation. Mm-hmm. I, it looked really good, and, and uh, so there you go. Baldur's Gate, but yeah, augmented reality tabletop. That's uh, we talked about that ages and ages ago. That's like one of the prime uses for augmented reality, right? Be amazing. Um, next up, Valve is pushing for the international to be treated like the Olympics, basically, as it begins soliciting bids from cities to host the event. So just like the Olympics goes around and says, "Hey guys, who wants to host the Olympics?" And then cities come together with their plans and how much money they want to spend and give the Olympic committee. Uh, Valve's at that point now where they're saying, hey, you want to host the international? It makes more numbers or it does bigger numbers in the Super Bowl. And we had fifty to 60,000 people in an arena watch it last year and brought $76 million <laughs> to the Vancouver economy. Do you want that to be you? I can't even hate on it. Uh, I mean, hey, I, I when can't you, even hate on when it. You it, you it. When you got it, you got it. <laughs> when you got it, when you got it, you got it. You know, and they've got it. Oh, they've got it. And they're going to get it. Yes. Somebody's going to pay them $50, $60 million. You're pitching an idea for how to host the event in the city. Yep. They're going to bring fuck tons of money into the economy. Yep. And smart. Yeah. Going to bring a whole lot of business. That's smart. Um, there you go. I think that's, yeah, I think that's wise. I mean, the international really, man. <laughs> I don't know if it's it, it's just it obviously is because I'm completely disconnected from Dota, but like I don't nobody in my circle talks about Dota. I never see Dota appear anywhere in my social media, anything any period on Twitch. I don't even ever really see anything happening mm. that draws my attention. It's all I hear about is the international. That's full it. Full stop. Yeah, and it's big enough that I it know draws a couple. A massive crowd. I know a couple of people that are hardcore Dota fans. That they yeah. never talk about Dota. 
Yeah. Like they just, just I'm like, happens. hey man, what are you playing these days? Yeah. Dota. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, that's and they don't talk about their games. No. They don't talk about, <laughs> it's just like, it's it's all like in the closet Dota players. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's weird. You just don't hear about it. Like, like they, they're not running up to the mountaintop screaming Dota like, too. I don't follow. A bunch I don't of people see any from, of it. I don't follow a bunch of people from League, and yet I still see League, League, yes. and yeah. not promotion, but no. just people just talking, talking about, about League. league. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a crazy community, but man, they it's make there. a lot of money. It's there. Holy shit, they make a lot of money. Uh, Microsoft's Direct ML. This probably should have been further up the list. We were talking about the Xbox stuff earlier, but Microsoft's Direct ML. Might make for a serious boost in console gaming performance should it make its way this generation. Basically, DirectML is um, similar to NVIDIA's DLSS. That's not the right link. Did I link the wrong thing? I did. Uh, Microsoft DirectML. So it's kind of like... um, Do I have the pictures I want? Yes. Yes. Uh, so it's kind of like NVIDIA's DLSS where they're using artificial intelligence to, to, um, comb through footage and then, uh, up scale or up sample images, mm. uh, so that you can have like, let's say a 1440p rendering, uh, but then it's DLSS to get or it's this to get it to like to look like it's 4K, mm-hmm. or dramatically improves picture quality but reduces the load on the processing side of things, and uh, it can make a, a substantial difference. Mm. So in this, on the left is with the yeah, it looks great with ML, and on the right is just the stock image that ML used as a base before turning it into that. So in a lot of games, you know, you'll textures and stuff are made to look good from really specific distances. Yeah. You know, they look at it and they say the player is likely to be this far from this at most of the time, so we only need it to look good from that distance. So this is the resolution of this texture that we can get away with yep. so that we're not overloading the, the GPU or whatever. With this, it would help in a situation, in these situations where you get close to an item and it just doesn't matter anymore. Like it's going to maintain yeah, that, that visual quality. clarity yeah. the whole way through. Uh, and allow for uh, a much more uh, clear presentation of stuff without having to have raw, crazy amounts of horsepower. Uh, And so, yeah. So now the talk is, like, that's been in development for about as long as um, their, uh, like, the ray tracing type stuff and whatever, and, but just nobody talks about it. Mm. Uh, but now it's actually being talked about a little bit more. People are wondering now if it's going to be something that will be applicable to the Xbox, because if it does, then with a system that already has the equivalent of something like a 2080 Super in it, and then you uh, have something like that, then the performance of a lot of the games that could be in the console could be quite extraordinary, especially in the later life span of the console where you're looking at something that's on the market for seven fucking years. Mm. Uh, you want it to be able to perform across the whole the, that whole segment. That would give a lot of life uh, to that as well, and it would be applicable in PCs too. So for people with lower end PCs, it could help with uh, running stuff uh, much better. And it's kind of like some of the future of things using artificial intelligence to do the work to uh, to allow us to to have higher resolution stuff or sharper looking stuff without putting in all that uh, effort of rendering it in its entirety. My last question here. I have a question that I wrote down here. For um, 
It's something I thought about after I played Tarkov. When I was playing Tarkov, I made the realization that playing it is that while I understand what they were going for in regards to trying to be super realistic, you know, like... Um, super realistic. You take a magazine out, there's still bullets left in it. You don't magically get the mag the bullets back when you put the next mag in. Uh, you have to load mag individually. Uh, it's hardcore, bro. You it's hardcore. When you search a bag, it takes time to search the bag. You have to know the items. Like There's a lot going on. Is that there's a point in in some of the Tarkov systems where I feel like it's just redundant and there for the sake of being there to like make it look like it's or or to make it feel more more realistic. Like for example, uh, identifying items. You can just go into the the traders and identify every item that the traders have instead of doing it in the field. And so it like defeats the purpose. Like it's supposed to be like one of those things where it's like in the field, you're identifying the item because you don't know really what it is up front. It's supposed to be those things where it's like, oh, you pulled something out of this guy's pocket. Yeah. And you have to be like, what the fuck is this before you put it in your bag? It's like, which Pokemon is this? Yeah, exactly. Which Pokemon? Except you go to the, you go to the fucking, uh, the, the dealers in between raids and you go in there and they're all like, all the fucking items are there. Yeah. And you just like, un- you identify yeah, you all of it, them. You can see the shape of Pikachu. Yeah. You're like, but it's oh. blacked out. You're yeah. like, I know it's Pikachu. Yeah. Like there's, you look so there, at it, Pikachu. <laughs> Surprise! It's Voltorb. <laughs> Wearing a Pikachu hat, Snorlax. So you know, there's stuff like that. So the question I wanted to just pose here is, uh, especially with stuff like Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, where it's also a lot of stuff like you're skinning an animal and you got to watch that fucking forty-five second animation mm. every time you skin an animal, but you have to do skinning an animal. A lot. Mm. Or like you're eating your fucking food because you have to maintain your health in the game or the water intake. Basically, you're living like a fucking other life in a video game. It's a simulation. Is at what point does that stop being gamification and just becomes a chore? And are we getting in a lot, because it's becoming more and more prevalent, are we getting too far away from what games are supposed to be? Uh, in the effort to just make everything feel super realistic? Or is it just a case of it's not for everyone, but it's there if you want to have it? Uh, well, the short answer is no. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's very... Well, it seems it's, to be very specific to certain genres. Yeah, of course. Specifically, the action adventure and uh, and uh, role playing. Yeah, uh, but you stuff. know, a game like Red Dead, they want you to be immersed in that. They want it's a slow paced way of living. It's a slow paced mm. time. Mm-hmm. It isn't Grand Theft Auto, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have those things. And like when Grand Theft Auto well, six did, comes out in San Andreas where you were, you had to eat and drink and everything to maintain well, yourself you still and have work to, out. Yeah. And, you still have to do that in Grand Theft Auto five, but I mean, yeah. it's as simple as grabbing a burger and it takes three seconds to eat the animation and, and you're, which, you're, po- which for me poses the question. Why? Well, I mean, you want to eat your, your, you like, know, why am I going out of my way out. for a three-second animation just so that I don't pass out? Like, yeah, it, and it, but if it I, only costs three dollars and I've got four hundred grand in the bank, yeah, like there's no mechanic that's like I'm not fighting for like anything. Yeah, there. I, 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 you know, I, I think games like uh, Tarkov lend themselves mm-hmm. to that um, painstakingly long mm-hmm. process over and over and over again. It adds to the level of stakes involved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes it so the player is spending more time in the game and actually 
um, you know, playing the game longer. You know, it's an event when you play uh, Tarkov, mm-hmm. and it's one of the reasons why I don't play Tarkov because mm-hmm. it's not a casual shooter where you just go in and you play Apex for two or three hours and you get that satisfaction and you're mm-hmm. gone. You know, like you said at the end of your thing, is you got a hundred thousand dollar weapon. And, you know, now you've got decisions to make and you've got, mm. you know, uh, you know, do you sell the stuff? Do you you take it out on your next run? Do you, you know, there's a lot that goes on in that game. And I think uh, the painstakingly long shit that you do in that adds to the realism of it. Um, it adds to, you got to go, you know, here's the thing. For a game like Tarkov, you got to go all the way. You got to go all the way. You can't go halfway. You can't have a super hard game, and, and but 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 have it uh, have the instant gratification of Call of Duty. You 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 want to you want to remove that noise because they already do what you do better. Mm-hmm. Like if you just try and mimic, and you're trying to bring in a crowd, mm-hmm. chances are you're not going to do it better than the last ones. They're going to have you beat, and the people are just going to go back to what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Create a whole new experience, and to some people. It's not going to be a fun one. Mm. It's like Dark Souls. To some people, it's like, bro, ain't nobody got time for that. I do not want to deal with it under any circumstance. And I think that's what Tarkov does well. It's not a free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. Costs money to go in there, and and then you have to fucking learn it. Mm-hmm. We're, this isn't a game you just... I I couldn't. I And this is reality. When I bought the game, I needed to have my friends on Discord with me yeah. telling me what to do to get into a game to fucking play. Yeah. This is not like any other game, right? There's checkers and then there's chess and then there's Tarkov, which is on like another level. You mm. can learn chess and figure it out pretty quickly if you know the rules of what each piece can do. Mm-hmm. But then there's like another level of it, uh, which is what Tarkov is. And I think that's what makes it so special. It 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 it's quite literally one of a kind and but yet it's got enough similar similarities to your regular shooters it's got mm. a little bit of cod in there it's got a little bit of of like rainbow 6 or a little bit of sprinkled of some of the or, or uh, of of squad mm. and games mm. like that but it takes it to a whole nother level so i don't think that it's becoming redundant or it's becoming like bro we get it you want it to be real, but I don't need to like go through this bag and and do mm. the same shit. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what makes it really something special is having to do all that. Can you withstand all those things? Can you be in the trenches like everybody else and mm. be in that playground? Because only the special mm. can outlast and really commit to this game. And that's what makes it competitive to mm. the 10th degree. Mm. And then also there's a, a level of... I think at the end of the day, if I was like a a full time player and I got really good, I think there would be a level of respect beyond w- within players where it's like, holy shit, that dude just fucking ripped me a new asshole. Yeah, yeah, I'm more pissed off that I'm about to lose my shit. Yeah. But that was a fucking nice player. That was like, damn, dude, what the fuck? Uh, I feel like instead of just raging like fuck this kid, you know, blah blah blah, because you know what it's like. Mm. And to take somebody down and get a million dollars worth of shit or whatever, man, and you know what it takes to get that stuff, I think that's what really makes it special. Mm -hmm. And the majority of games out there aren't. Now, you're right. 
Some games are swaying a little bit more into the more realism, and I think it's because graphically, things are getting more real. Mm -hmm. So I think that with the times, things aren't as cartoony. People want... You got such good voice actors or or motion capture where it's so real Mm -hmm. that if you start to have really cartoony, weird thing like video game tropes mm-hmm. um it starts to take away from literally the realism of the game and what they've worked so hard to do but there is a line you know there there is yes, there yeah. is a line yeah. and i think red dead redemption is like that good line where there is some of the fast things and things that you can do and rush through but then it also needs to slow down because you need to be reminded that you are playing a western game and shit goes slow. If you want to get it, there is no like fast traveling in a car. Mm. You got to get get find a horse, get on a horse, and gallop your fucking ass to to another place, right? So I think they do that well, mm-hmm. and I think Tarkov does it exceptionally well for the game. Mm-hmm. And I think the harder the better for that. Personally, mm. I think just fucking go go. T- there's ten. Go to fifteen. Mm. So I agree with the vast majority of what you said. Um, the where I start to lose it is where, um, uh, and when I use the word redundant, is when there's is when a game has you do something, but there doesn't seem to be, a, but there either that doesn't seem to be, or there just flat out isn't a real purpose for why it's there. It's it's um, for for example, that's why I use so searching the bags in Tarkov on the map. I didn't mean that that was bad. Mm. What I meant was I was weirded, or not weirded out by, but like I was confused by the decision where if you once you search through a bag, items will appear once you search through the bag. And then like you said, it's like the who's that Pokemon thing, right? Yeah. But you don't even really get the who's that Pokemon thing if you just go to the traders outside mm-hmm. and in the menu and you just spend 10 minutes middle mouse clicking every item yeah. in all the traders. And then when you go into the next raid, yeah. you basically 90% of the items, you already know what they are. Yeah. So my my line is purpose. Yeah. I love if I love when games can give me realism, especially like you said, um, I like the point you made about the, the graphical thing, where graphics are getting so good and the voice acting is getting so good, especially in things like Red Dead Redemption, where yeah. they've got boatloads of fucking money to yeah. put behind the shit, right? Yeah. Uh. Where there's a level of expectation that a player has because it looks so good and it sounds so good, then it makes you believe that you should be able to do something yeah. with a certain amount of realism, right? Yeah. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, but it has to have, for me, it has to have purpose or it feels redundant because, and and then, then I get annoyed by it. So again, I'll use Red Dead Redemption as an example. Mm-hmm. So, um... I understand that there can be a purpose to to doing the the animal skinning. And I love that they have a super detailed animation for skinning the animal. Mm. But in a single player game where there's no other person going to just suddenly roll up on your ass and kill you while you're in the middle of of skinning an animal, Mm. and you've skinned 300 animals before this one. Unless you're online. Then... Well, yeah, but that's but like in the in the grand scheme of just Red Dead Redemption as the single player campaign, like mm-hmm. what people are buying the game largely for, right? Well, uh, is no, I promise, hundred, I promise you, ninety percent single player, ten uh, percent multiplayer. For they now. might they might make uh, more money on the ten percent, uh, but ninety percent of people are buying Red Dead Redemption 
for the campaign, the, the single player campaign. Yeah. Um, is I don't need to see that animation every time. Mm. There's no purpose to me seeing the animation. There is a purpose to me skinning the animal and give me the option. Do I want to sit here and watch this exact same animation? If it was a slightly different animation every time, yeah. like almost okay. But I'm watching the exact same animation for the hundredth time, the two hundredth time that I've skinned all these goddamn animals. And there's no purpose for the animation to be there after you've watched it unless you want to watch the animation and you want to do that. It's like fast travel in games. I think that fast travel in games, especially in games like The Elder Scrolls or Grand Theft Auto or things with massive worlds, is incredibly useful because it's not a problem to give a player a choice. Let's say in Grand Theft Auto, fast travel would be a taxi. You hop in a taxi, you choose where you want to go, you're there. Sometimes you take it even a step further in some of those games and you can watch the taxi ride mm -hmm. from point A to point B. For those who want to be super fucking into it, same people that follow the traffic signs whenever they're driving around in Grand Theft Auto, mm -hmm. same idea. You have the option. But if you're going to force the player's hand, mm -hmm. there better be, in my opinion, there needs to be a, a really good reason and purpose for everything that you do. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, then what that makes what that runs the risk of is making the game feel like you're doing chores instead of playing a game. Mm. Uh, it's why a lot of people... But you are doing chores, though. Like, if you're skinning stuff, it's a chore. It's not supposed to really be... Uh, it's not supposed to be, you know, you're out hunting, it's a slow hunt, you spent a lot of time to get it, uh, you know, to sit down and have a skin animation that lasts 10 seconds, it's, you know... It's not the... I see where you're coming from. I played, like, only five hours of Red Dead, yeah. and I've skinned a fair amount of stuff. I never once really thought, like... It's like in Monster... You get 60 hours deep, it's you the might same, start It's the same thing in Monster Hunter, right? When I was playing Monster Hunter... You can Hunter, skip those. Oh, okay. I, I was just doing them, and I didn't really... It didn't bother... Like, when I was no. going through the shit, and you, 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 you kill a monster, and then yeah. you, like, you know, you do So, the, in Monster Hunter... Yeah. You're skinning unless it's a like a raid with just at the very end, and you're in a and you're in an enclosed area. Yeah. Um, there's multiple things. One, you have a certain amount of time that you can carve something. Yeah. Two is what you're carving is randomized. Mm. You're not always going to get the same shit every time. Mm. And three, you can be in a situation where you're trying to carve, but you might be getting attacked from something else at the same time. There's Makes an sense. element yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of, of danger for sure. there. For sure. Unless, again, you're in an end raid where you're in an enclosed room and there's only the fucking yeah. thing to be carved. Yeah. Um, so there's purpose yeah, yeah. to that. I, I get it. I get it. Right? I, I see. I listen. I'm not. I'm not. And so I'm not trying to make the argument it. that it is, it is. I think. And I think. Tar, I think with Tarkov, too, too when you can go into the the thing and, and scroll through the items, and then it won't be black anymore. I think that's that. They their their mindset behind that might be like, hey, we want you to identify the item first. Like we want you as the player to physically see an item. Yes. And then when you see it in the game, yeah. you'll no longer have to identify the item anymore yes. because you're now aware of what you saw yes. and you've yeah. looked at it. Yeah. Maybe that's their 
their reasoning for that. Personally, in Tarkov, I love the concept of that. Yeah. Because if you were rooting through a bag out and you're doing this, yeah, you need to look through it. Yeah. You need to at least take two seconds to look at what you're really fucking looking at, right? Yeah. yeah. I like that aspect. Yeah. What I'd prefer is if you couldn't go to the trader and just fucking blanket the whole thing. Yeah. Because now, now it, it basically makes that mechanic redundant. Yeah. If you got rid of the trader, and then when you go into a raid and you're picking stuff up and you don't know what it is and you have to, then that's that makes it so it's like you're a new character. You don't know what you're fucking looking at. Yeah. You're going out into this raid. You need to learn everything. Yeah. That's the way to do it. And they give you experience for it, too. So yep. their, their thought process is yeah. it's an experience for your character. We'll give you experience to do it. Yeah. So there's a purpose to But the good it. thing about it is, is in a game like that, it is high octane, and you having to look through that bag is you you are no, quite like, literally going fuck. No, I, like I need that. to hurry the fuck up. Yeah, uh, but if you already know what everything is the, in the early game, then it gets rid of it, and then yeah. eventually it becomes how fast can you loot can in you Tarkov? Get, yeah, exactly. and that's a whole different fucking animal. Yeah. Watching somebody loot fast in that game is like mind numbing. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm looking. I'm opening up a bag. There's like a you'll fucking get used can, to it. It's like get, a can of fish yeah. and some bullets. And I'm going. Uh, uh, well, which pouch do I put this in? Can I put fish, it in there? Bullets. <laughs> can I? Huh? <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, sta- I'm realizing I'm standing up out in the open and yeah. like fucking like fans all around me. You know, yeah. So I like it. It's just, you know, for me, it's a point of, of purpose because if there's purpose to it, then I, I don't it. feel like it's a chore. I get it. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, some, sometimes games just aren't perfect. You know what I mean? So yeah. sometimes it just. Well, that's why I brought it up yeah. is that like, is that like it feels, sometimes it feels like games are forcing it yeah. just to say that they're being realistic. Immersive. Yeah. It's immersive to wash your ass crack every time you have a shit in yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Well, I think sometimes they so that you don't smell and characters look at you the right way. Like I don't, yeah. I don't want to wipe I my own ass. I think some people just sit at the table and go, "How can we make this more real?" And they just start throwing things and they put it in and they put it in, and right? that's how you end up with with weird mechanics. Yeah. Mr. Black, time to sell out. NordVPN, go ahead and pick yourself up a VPN through NordVPN, seventy percent off. I was not ready for that, actually. He just kind of came at me. I'm like, uh, You're in Tarkov. You're out in the open. Yeah. You're searching a bag. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Life is on the line. Up to six simultaneous connections. Uh, NordVPN.com slash OTT. Uh, promo code OTT. Yes. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and one month money back guarantee. You try it. You don't like it. Take it back. Uh, it's less than a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month. That's right. On a three-year term. Tons of you guys have been supporting the sponsor. We in, thank you for that. In fairness, though, the lease on my Rav is less than a cinnamon dolce grande at, at Starbucks a month. There you go. So that tells you the savings you're going to get. It's a lot. It's a lot of savings. It's a lot of savings. Um, you can use a VPN for multiple things. One, uh, you can stay anonymous, stay safe on the internet when you're out in public. Um, you can also mask your IP as well. So if you want to surf different types of the web, you want to have access to content that is region locked, um, you'll be able to get behind that. You can watch different versions of Netflix. Uh, if you've got the great firewall uh, uh, in China where you can't access mm. the interwebs, mm. well, it works in uh, in China as well. Yep. Um, high-speed servers. Um, I've gamed on them. You can I've game. streamed on them. There are tons of people I've actually. streamed and gamed at the same time on them. There you go. That's how good they are. Yeah. Uh, NordVPN, once again, we thank them. Uh, go support them. If you are at any point, I'm going to put this through your brains, looking for VPN. I don't care if it's today, next next week, next month, next year. Think NordVPN and go to nordvpn.com slash OTT and That's use right. that promo code. Second, Elgato. we got a new sponsor. 
If you don't know, now you you got to know uh, about Stream Decks. They're pretty awesome. They are. Uh, you can hotkey. It's basically a, a hotkey hub on your table, your desk. Click a button. Open up the podcast. Click a button. Open up your favorite porn site. Mm-hmm. Maybe even different categories. Mm-hmm. The flick of a button. You can have a folder on there called Taxes 2007. You could. You open it up. Porn everywhere. Woo! Oh my god. Technically, you can do that. Hey, if my wife is on my computer, That's she's right. never going to look in the taxes file. Exactly. Who wants to look at taxes? Not even me. I do if there's porn inside. That's true. Hey. I don't know where that came from. These promos are getting weird. Something when you do a promo that's different every week and you don't just give a canned one, you start reaching. You start reaching, but hey. And you reach for the porn. Hey, you go for it. That's usually what we reach for. That's true. Um, <laughs> we've got we, we've got Elgato lighting. There's Elgato green screens. That's right. Stream decks, capture cards. I mean, the list goes on Damn and it, on Jeff, and why on. Is there an Elgato Corsair keyboard coming? It's better come. The K100. That's what it's called. K100. It's got to come. Platinum. Boom. Boom. No. K100 Centennial. Mm. Make it happen. Make it happen. It's got to happen. Link is in the description of these podcasts. Use that Elgato link. Go check out their products. Uh, you won't be let down. And they That's support right. the stream. I'm telling you, whether you're a gamer or you're a viewer of games or you just... On your PC, Elgato has got products for you. I guarantee it. There'll be something there, especially if you're a gamer and you're a content provider. There, I mean, it is it is endless. That's right. So head on over there. It's quality stuff. Um, I haven't really heard many people complain about a stream deck. In fact, I actually haven't heard it yet. I've heard people complain about not having one. <laughs> Don't be that person. <laughs> Go get yourself one. I don't have a promo code for you. Just head on over there Just and go check get it out. One. Just go get one. What are you waiting for? They got they got Stream Deck Minis, regular Stream Decks, XL Stream Decks. They got Stream Decks for everything. That's right. Heck, you can connect your different Stream Decks together to make all kinds of weird and wonderful things. Well, you know what I want to know is can I play Snake on a Stream Deck XL? I'm sure you can. Can I tie multiple Stream Deck XLs together in a giant grid? And play a massive game of Tetris. That I don't know. That's another pro- a promotional thing for Elgato to do. I'm just giving you guys free ideas now. What about like ping pong? If you had like pong, pong, 100 between two Elgato and ding, decks, ding ding, ding, ding. 100. You, you just click and ding ding, and the balls just going between each. We're just not getting paid enough to be their their you marketing know, we gotta, team. We actually got to we actually got to slow the hell down. Slow down. We're like we're we're hitting one month in now, this and we're giving up too much. Way too much. Free. We're, this is this not. This is. Is free ninety nine at this point. We need a little bit more than free ninety nine. That's right. So we're gonna end it right there. But yeah, shout outs to our sponsors and shout out to you guys who are supporting them. Oh, Patreon.com slash lag TV. We actually should get paid. <laughs> Patreon.com slash lag TV. If you guys are enjoying the the content, go and support it. And soon we're gonna start up a lag TV React series. That's right. So that's gonna happen soon. That's right. Uh other than that. Hit that like button and leave a comment. Do it. I even hate saying that shit. Every so single do I, podcast. But you have to just get understand. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. 
You know what I mean? Like I, it's just I, so it feels greasy, dude. As fuck. Every YouTube like because everyone and says it. Yeah, just, go ahead and they, they, and they, they all try do to, like, different spice things. it up. It's like all this like weird campy yeah. shit. My, my thing it. was like finger bang the like button. That's right. Whoa. But make sure you do it in, in odds because if you do it in evens, you'll unlike you'll it. Unlike it. That's, that's what they do. It's just it's ridiculous. It's, it's fucking it, bad. Man. Hit the hit the notification bell and then hit the notification bell that notifies the notification bell. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But hey, this is the world we live in. So hit the like button. Leave, leave a, a comment, comment and go support Patreon so we can continue to do this because YouTube don't pay us. There you go. Literally, that's that's, that's much actually it. that's pretty much hey, the show. You want to know a funny true story? All, all right? right, true story. What we got? All right, I haven't gotten paid from YouTube mm. in like four or five months because um, they needed some sort of tax information, right? And I, I, dude, I don't even know. I didn't see the email, mm. so I didn't fill it out, which mm. means that they were uh, holding the uh, we're money. Ho- holding my money each month. And I was like, man, I haven't gotten a fucking paycheck from YouTube. Hot minute. And I know I haven't been putting up a lot of content, but I've been putting up, you know, some music. I got videos that have gotten like 300,000 views. I must got at least, uh, you know, a thousand bucks uh, divvied up here from like the last four or five months. Finally, I fill out all the tax information. I put the stuff in. I got paid today. 188 bucks. <laughs> Hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Now I know I don't put up a whole lot of content. Holy shit! But I mean, there was still wow. like a million plus. It's probably about a million views. Holy shit! A hundred and eighty-eight dollars. I make more in an eight-hour stream. Yikes! Than I did in four or five months. Whew! I can't even imagine what YouTube, what uh, leg TVs. Paychecks are. I don't know if we're getting paid monthly anymore, or if it takes so long to get the money built up. Well, you need at least a hundred bucks we a get, month we to get be paid like, out. We get like because it's my my channel, which is like makes about twenty dollars a month, and then Light TV is the rest, and we get about a hundred and eighty dollars. There, man, that hundred and eighty, and then I take that money. Uh, and I and I basically pay. Yeah, the the website the upkeep the, cost yeah, for the for the for stuff. the podcast and stuff. Yeah. Patreon.com slash leg TV. <laughs> this isn't 2013 anymore. No, it's definitely not. The days of making like, you know, 70, 80K a year are, is over on YouTube. For us, it's over. Oh, for the vast majority of people, actually. Yes. It's always, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're no longer the 1%. No. We're now the 98%. Yes. Oh, we, uh, Feels we, bad, man. Maybe 99 Feels bad. Mr. Black. Yeah. What segment is it now? Movies and TV. Rumors are floating around that Dwayne The Rock Johnson wants in on the Sonic sequel. No. <laughs> Dwayne, the answer's no. Stay away from Sonic. <laughs> we don't need your big black ass <laughs> in every fucking In every movie. fucking movie. In every many uh, successful franchise, stop. Stay. Listen, I know. Listen, I get it. You bring an extra hundred fifty million dollars, but we don't want to see you there. No, I don't want to see a movie ever with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jim Carrey in it. No, I, 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 I actually do just not. don't want to see it. No, because Dwayne's going to try and make it the Dwayne show, 
I'm when not. He shows in, up. I'm not interested in the Dwayne show. I got enough Dwayne shows. All right, I actually have too many Dwayne shows to the point where I don't really. Dwayne needs to slow the fuck down. That's what he needs to do. Wrestle more. I don't give a shit. He's even got some sort of big ass like. Uh, what can I say besides fuck? No, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> I, listen, Hollywood, I understand. It's very tempting. It is tempting. It's tempting. I get it. Please, he, God, no. He he does a good job for what he does. We get it. It's awesome. We love him. But this guy needs to just go, like, run to be president or just relax a little or bit. Or just or just, just go away for a while. Yeah, straight up. Disappear for, like, go six Go work on your, on your tequila brand yeah, for, like, this, a year. Got, I don't even know. What, does know, he sleep? No, like four hours a night or something like that. At best. I actually don't know. Like, this guy has got more hours in a day than what we do. It's crazy. No, Sonic, I don't want to see you. No. I, I, I'm sorry, Rock. No. No. And that's no. it. That's all I got to say about that's it. That's all I, I agree. The answer is no. You know what else I said no to several times after watching this trailer? Star Wars, The High Republic. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. And first of all, can I say, my God, who named it that? Because the amount of jokes that are going to... If you're going to name something The High... If you're going to name this shit The High Republic, you better make it so fucking good that you can't meme it. Because the name itself mm. is a meme. Mm. The High Republic. It writes, it writes every joke on its own. Yeah. This trailer... Which is... Isn't this not movies or TVs? Isn't it to do with... Uh, it's the extended universe, but you know it's comic, going to... It's supposed to be the comics and books. And books. Yeah. But it's you know it's going to end up bleeding its way into like Disney Plus shit. Yeah. And and all that nonsense. Um, you've seen this video, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going go to go play I don't need to watch it. I'm going to play it again if you haven't seen it. Or if you have seen it. So, here's my problem with this. Is that... Well, one... Again, any opportunity I can say this, fuck Kathleen Kennedy. Two, they already have an extraordinary extended universe that they went out of their way to axe and get rid of entirely. Proper, good writing, great characters, amazing story arcs that were years and years and years in the making. And then they come in and they get rid of it all because they don't want to have to pay anyone, mm. but they also still want to use it. And so at the same time, what happens is we get the rise of Skywalker, where the back third of that movie was quite literally a bite on the extended universe that they axed in the first place. And now they're bringing in supposedly a bunch of people that nobody fucking knows what their credentials are to come in and sit around a fucking table in a boardroom mm. And talk about how neato it would be to go back to the old Republic. And talk about it at the height of the Republic. And somebody said, hey, you know what, you know what that sounds like? The High Republic. It's like the High Council, except the Republic. It's cool. We'll call it that. And we're going to rewrite the extended universe. Probably far worse than the existing extended universe. And have it bleed into TV and movies because we're fucking idiots. You know what this did for Star Wars? Nothing. It literally did nothing. 
Well, at the yeah, very least, it made it worse. Yeah, people, people, are, people, are, dude, people are actually just over it. Yeah, I think I, I uh, honestly I just, think Star Wars is about. I can't, as, I can't watch this. this I'm not. Is, no, I'm just, yeah. I'm just looking at comments. I, uh, I think Star Wars is about as dead as a, a as a franchise that is as big as Star Wars is could possibly get. It's pretty much fucked, dude. This, this is basically. And I hate being so Debbie Downer every time we talk Star Wars, but I'm waiting for them to give me something happy. I was so excited for the Obi-Wan series because at the very least we were going to get Ewan McGregor and then that well, went away. Well, uh, who kn- they're saying that it is still going to happen, but you know, at this point, bro, I think they're, they're interested in, in one thing, Baby Yoda. Yeah, right now they are. For sure, that's that is, and that's it. That I it. I just I'm over, dude. I actually just I'm just tired of talking about Star Wars. I'm just like I just I'm over it, man. I don't even get it giddy and excited about lightsabers anymore. I'm just like I'm just over uh, Star Wars because it's just all garbage. Like I just don't care. Nothing, nothing intriguing is coming out. I, I don't. <laughs> Star Wars writers boards. So this is from a minute and twenty five when they're seeing the writers board. Diversity, feelings, humor, not pro-war, university, dinosaurs. Wait, what? Yeah, I just, it, it's just fuck all of it, dude. I, is that actually on the board? Hold the fuck. Oh my actually, God, it's actually on it's the board. It's on the board, bro. Stop. It's, yes. All right, I have to show this. Oh my God. I have to show this part. Not, I don't have to play it. I just need to show. This is the writer's board. Authentically lived in. Surprise. Diversity. Actual ending. <laughs> Feelings, relatable characters, sweeping up. Who the fuck is paying these people? Humor, not pro-war. Droids, scope, mythic, space and lightsaber battles. No single main character. The Force, complicated monsters. And then Star Wars Wishes, High Republic, Relic Hunters, University, what? Dinosaurs, with an exclamation point. <laughs> representation and diversity uh arthurian legends rival houses like what fucking harry potter sith empire chaos agents splinter group force users who is who are paying these people for this brain this is a this is the fucking brainstorm that 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 says nothing Authentically lived in surprise diversity. The only thing that make this worse. Diversity's on this board twice. The only it actually is. It's on the left and right side. <laughs> Dude, the only thing that would make this worse is that when you played it, the frames are bad. That's the only. That's the only. Well, let's Dude. see. Dude, I actually just can't. Oh, it's, it's a oh, short, it's a little bit. It's a little quick cut. A little bit. You hey, know. Princess Leia. Yeah, dude, I'm o- I'm I'm just over it, bro. Oh, that dude, that board is. Why would they even show that? <laughs> That's embarrassing, dude. It's like they got every they flew everybody in into into camp, and they said, "All right, guys, what are the what are the things that make you think Star Wars diversity?" Like, when you do a brainstorm, there is the thing about, like, there's no bad ideas, right? Okay, that's fine. No, no, but there is, when you're showing it to millions of people. Then you might want to maybe... Listen, that shit is supposed to be behind the scenes. 
Keep that shit behind the scenes. Star Wars fans right now, they're not looking for dinosaurs with an exclamation. <laughs> they didn't even put exclamation for space battles and lightsabers. They put it at dinosaurs. Don't show that, all right? It's You want to write that shit down? Go ahead. No. I, I, look, okay. Actual ending. All the, st- yeah, all the stuff on here, the stuff that would, like, I... I'm trying to find the good lists here. Okay. Um, Adam. Um, Adam. Relic Hunters, I get where they're going with that. Okay, sure. Chaos Agents, yes, sure. Okay. Um, Splinter Groups, which is like simple, which is basically just another way of saying Chaos Agents sometimes. The, uh, like, okay. Yeah. Hey, because Adam. there has to be, because this is the height of the Republic where there's no real Sith threat, so there has to be there has to be a threat for the good guys and the bad, you know, there has to be a, a, a conflict. So you have to have something. But dinosaurs with an exclamation point? Can you ride them? Are these dinosaurs diverse and have gone to university? And do they have feelings? Ask- and are the dinosaurs relatable characters hey. with Ask me. With humor? Ask me if I'm buying a comic book or novel of the High Republic. No. It's a rhetorical question. Look, the there, there no. are some there is some great existing extended universe stuff already out there, and I promise you the odds of any of this being as good or better than any of the stuff that's already existing is almost zero. It's almost zero. I actually just can't, bro. It's, every every piece of news I hear about fucking Star Wars. Is just it kills it even more for me. Stop the madness. Stop announcing this stuff. It's literally killing me softly. Let me know when the Obi Wan series is happening. <laughs> Let me know when Kathleen Kennedy's no longer there. Uh, she's gonna be gone within a year, bro. I hope so. Bob Iger is like stepping well, Bob down. Bob Iger is stepping down, yeah. replaced with another Bob. Yeah, uh, and I think this new Bob's gonna come in. Yeah, he's gonna go, hey. One can only hope. Get the fuck out. One can only... Where, Jeff, where's the diversity? We're replacing one Bob with another Bob. No. You know what? I want to see Kathleen Kennedy replaced with a Bob. I want to see Kathleen Kennedy replaced with a dinosaur. I want a generic white male sitting at the fucking head of Star Wars. I, I actually don't... I don't want Kathleen Kennedy there anymore. I'll say it. I'm tired of the female shit coming in. <laughs> Forcing female shit for the sake of it. I'm tired of it. Bring me George Lucas's ass back. Give me the old white male that gives me Star Wars. I don't give a fuck. Or bring in someone black. Bring, bring me a black female. I don't give a shit. Remove Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I don't want... Mary Sue Ray anymore for the sake of having her there. I don't want, I don't care. I'll say it. I'll speak it loud and I'll speak it proud. Give me another white Bob to run shit. I just get, get me away from wherever the hell we're at. I don't care. I I want it gone. I can't have agenda, agenda driven females ruining my fucking 
favorite shit. I can't have it. And there's nothing to do with female. There's plenty of great female directors out there. There's a difference between and, and, having and, an agenda and forcing it in and being bruh, blatantly obvious. Bruh. And then just being somebody who's I really can't. good at your job that is also female. I can't. Where nobody has to talk about it. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. Somebody wants to call me chauvinistic for saying it. Go for suck it. Suck my dick. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I don't care. I'm all for female leadership, bro. But what I can't have is female leadership throwing their fucking agenda down my throat. Nobody wants it, bro. Nobody. No. Nobody. They, literally, nobody wants it. Well. Not. No. They. No. Some they, crazy people that well, do. Uh, that, I mean, Jeff, there are people that, 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 that like Captain bro, Marvel. Bro. <laughs> Cat, Kathleen's gotta <laughs> she gotta go she gotta go bro someone needs to take a lightsaber and fucking Kylo Ren her ass <laughs> out of Disney she is an extremely competent person and just she's not for Star Wars. just not for Star Wars she is a brilliant she's mind at so, what she does she's so brilliant and so competent Jeff but that you, she managed to do the impossible she managed to ruin Star Wars straight up bro that's how competent she is. And it's, and br- because it, you would you couldn't dude, bumble your way through that. You would dude, have to make a conscious effort to be able to dismantle Star Wars. And it's objective. I'm not even saying this from a subjective point of no, view. It is. It's quite literally fact. Yes, it's factual. When you're losing directors left and right and writers and fucking and actors. They go look, on to, to win their fucking like dude, p- awards. Every, and everybody fucking hates it behind the scenes, bro. You got your actors after their shit when is done. When Mark fucking Hamill is shitting up. on you publicly, it's over, there's bro. no more conversation to be fucking had, yeah. whether you like the movies or not. And listen, it's bad. I wouldn't even bring up the fucking female narrative, but it's so in your face and so blatantly poor. fucking forced done. down, and it's being done in a universe where we already love it, and Listen, we love strong female... There are already female. strong female characters. Princess Leia was the strongest character Straight in the up. first fucking movies. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. But we forgot about that, so we had to force something else. We needed another Disney princess. We needed little Ray. We needed another... Little Ray Ray. I'm, I'm over it, bro. I'm over it. I'm over it. And I'm going to be honest with you. If another female, which I guarantee... It will I, not it be. It will not. I it can. Will not be I woman. guarantee you, will not be a woman. I'd be very. I'd be but shocked. you know what? If it was, I'd. St- I'm still probably going to be salty until that female director proves, proves she's that she's not like Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Because I'll straight up say the same thing. Oh my God! What the fuck? Until she comes out and blows my mind, I go, Hey, thank you. Thank you. You made all good. You made everything good. Thank you. I'm all I'm all for a bad Star Wars movie, dude, but I'm not down for a bad fucking socialistic d- agenda-driven bad film. Yeah. I I'm down for just a bad film. Don't 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 deliver me some bad fucking sh- don't don't do that to me. So, straight up, I'll take dinosaurs over agenda. Any day of the week. Yeah, you know, that's actually kind of true. Remember the fucking casino segment that yes. everyone loves to talk about? Yes. Okay. And they and they took they took like an entire half hour of that movie just to release some space horses. Yes. But then they left they left and they didn't bother to try and free the actual children. Yes. 
Horses, though. The horses, though. The horses, though. That yeah, and is all an integral and all the rich people in the casino, yeah, and then the fucking poor arms dealers. Yeah, it, but we release yeah, the horses. So fucking bad, bro. It's just <laughs> anyway because we could we could rant about it till the cows come home. New Bob, fire her. Yes, Plez. Plez. Don't replace her with anyone. Just fire her. And the worst part about just it just let Star Wars organically do whatever the fuck it wants with no head. Just. <laughs> Just cut the chicken's head off Dude. and let the body run around Dude. because I bet you that ad hoc fucking random running around will be better than whatever the fuck handling can Fire be. her and bring in Kevin Feige for the love of Christ. Yes. Do yeah. that and I'm going to get excited again. Don't do that. Bring in a I'm Kevin Feige g- impersonator. Give me anybody. Anybody but Kathleen Kennedy. Even a female. But please don't do that again. God no. In fact, I'm just going to say it. Don't give me a female. I'm just going to say it. Just so you can sleep at night. Just so I can sleep at night until a movie comes out. Because you know the world will fucking explode again. Because there's got to be some good graces. It's just bad. It's just bad. It's bad, bro. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got for movies and TV. All right. I don't think I've watched anything else really. Apparently, the invisible. Did you see Sonic at all? No, yet? I didn't see. It. I dude, okay. I, pff, I, I haven't had time so to do busy. anything. Yeah. yeah, there's a movie out called I think Invisible Man or Invisible Something. Okay, it's a horror movie. Apparently, it's amazing. Great, and really scary. Replace Kathleen Kennedy with the Invisible Man. There you go, Mr. Black. What time is it? It is seven o'clock. Ten after seven. It's not actually what I meant, but thank oh, you for that. Uh, it's time for tech support. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash lag TV. If you want to help us continue to be able to shit on Kathleen Kennedy on a weekly basis, head on over. Give us a dollar. Give us five dollars. Give us all of your money. Actually, don't do that. No, do that. (laughs) Ten dollars or more a month. Every week, post up a comment uh, or post up a post. It's called tech support. You get to ask questions. We give you answers. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. First up, Mark Furry asks, what's the state of content creation monetization? We already just talked about it earlier, actually. The answer is... It's not good. Not advertising. It's not good. It's direct sponsorship. That's where all the money is And it is crowdfunding stuff like Patreon that you guys have a hand in. Full stop. Mm. If you like your content creators, if... it Like, look at it this way, like... Again, we and it's 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 it never will happen. But if everyone who watched this on a weekly basis gave a dollar a month <clears throat> and did that, and they let's say they had five people that they spend their time consuming their their things, instead of giving like one five and then everyone else nothing else, if you if everyone was just giving a dollar, then there would be no problems. But like everything else in life, twenty percent of the people carry the bottom eighty. Yeah. In everything, whether that's the top 20% do all the work in a company, the bottom 80 just watch porn and jerk off in the office, um, the 20% of the people carry the most for tips, mm-hmm. subscriptions, mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's just how fucking- This has its life. This is how it works. That's life. But if everyone was just giving a dollar to their content creators on Patreon or whatever else, um, <clears throat> then- Or everybody was sharing so that I could get more money from sponsors because numbers are bigger. That's- could they do that too? Then that's it. That's that's the way to do it. That's the way to keep content creation alive and not just rely on whales all the time because then the content creation eventually evaporates. 
Um, let's see. And that person who brought in the questions already supporting. So That's thank right. you, sir. Thank you. Hey. Mark. Mark Furry. Oh, Mark Furry. Yeah, not not our editor, Mark. Uh, he's doing he's doing his own work for us. That's right. Bud Me Boy asks, no matter what, you'll get paid a shitload of money for it. Is there a series you wish you could bring back or a series that you want to make? Been watching since Winchie's Fails. No more says love y'all. Hey, thank you, Bud Me Boy. Uh, I'm, I don't know if he means like just <clears throat> in the world of general media or like on us? YouTube. Like us. I'll give you an answer for both. Uh, in a perfect world, if we could both afford to sit down and just play retro video games once in a while and yes. just meme it up and have a good time or yes. play co-op games, yes, I would love to fucking do that. Yes. The fact of the matter is we can't because we'd both lose more money than we would make if we did that, Yeah, and that's just not a thing that is worth doing right now. Yeah. But if we got paid more to do it. Hell yeah. Or just paid to do it. I would I would have a that. better time doing that than what I'd normally do. Yes. It's just that one makes more money than the other, and money is a relatively important part it's the of your same. Life. It's the same thing where it's like, hey, say, for example, Joe works at the grocery store, and he bags groceries. Yes. And he makes a, you know, a, a, a respectable wage. Yes. He pays his bills. But then when he goes home, mm-hmm. he loves to, um, I don't know, maybe he goes and plays baseball at yeah. night. Three nights a week. Yep. And he has a fucking blast of a time. Beer league baseball. Beer league baseball. Mm. Well, he would sure love to be able to do that and get paid instead of going over to wherever uh, to his and day job, bagging groceries. But unfortunately, he can't commit all that time yeah. to doing something because, well, he needs to go and work somewhere else to make more money. That's right. Pretty much. That's right. Although it's a little different because we probably would get paid to some degree, but it would be so the the spread would be so different that you'd have a hard time driving to my house going fuck. It'd be more of like, hey, I'm just going to go hang out with Jeff. Yes, that that would be like a bro date. Yes, with with a possibility of upside. Problem is, neither of us have any time, bro. I got a one year old upstairs. Yes, you got a woman. Yeah, you got business to run. Yeah, I got business to run. Yeah. And I see your ass every Thursday. That's Sometimes it. I see you twice a week. That's right. I see you enough. If I want to see you more, I better get paid to do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> just that simple. <laughs> uh, if it was a series outside of us, if I go back in time and bring a show back. Bro, I'm bringing back Epic Meal Time. Oh! That's wow, the that's, series that's I'm a, bringing that's back. That's a YouTube series, too. Yeah, dude. Okay. I'm keeping it YouTube. Shit. Uh, Fuck. I want more Giant Bomb Endurance Runs. There you go. Because the Persona 4 Endurance Run and the uh, the Deadly Premonition Endurance Runs, comedy gold. I want bacon strips and bacon strips and bacon strips. Right. Sauce bows. Dude, there was something about those like quick 10-minute consumable videos right. of I just I mean, they're ridiculous. still technically doing that stuff. Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just it's don't. just not like always the same format. It's not quite the same. And it lost its luster, right? That was yeah. one of those things where you knew it had a time on it. Dude, that shit was... But they fucking... That he, shit was gold. Harvey did a proper job yeah. at milking that for all it's fucking worth. So, you know, good job, Harvey. And he didn't die of a heart attack. So Also good. Good also job. Also impressive, honestly. Um... Seth says, oh yeah, oh, oh, no, this is not the wrong, this is the wrong doc. Before we say that, though, uh, I just want to say that uh, Dr. Disrespect is making everyone else look bad. 
Yeah, it's all that. You got the I'm Undertaker thing that. going on. He's got an Undertaker thing going on. He's got everything going on. And he's on. got the Rock, you know, the Rock Hat fucking sponsorship. Yeah. You know, the production quality, everything. He's just, just crushing he's, everything. He's on another fucking level. Yeah, he's People, I saw Twitch retweet the 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 Undertaker thing, and people were just like like poo pooing it, like, "Oh, who asked for this?" Like, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. Bro, this, this guy's dude's got the under goddamn one of the greatest wrestlers of all time cutting promos for him on his channel, and you're gonna sit there and whine about it like it's something that you don't want to see or you don't think it's all that cool. Go fuck yourself. You're a loser. Go do something with your life. Straight up, Straight I actually up. couldn't say it any better than that. You're a fucking loser. Are you really complaining about the fact that somebody on Twitch? who puts on a fucking persona daily better than anyone else on the platform, goes out and manages to pull down the WWE, and not just the WWE like a jobber, but fucking The, the Undertaker, Undertaker yeah. to do this shit? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, unrelated, but he's because he, he mentions Doc Brown here. Doc came to mind. Seth says, Doc Brown appears in his DeLorean, and he says you have a chance to go back in time and relive, relive one of the two following events. It's an upgraded DeLorean, so you won't have prior knowledge to having experienced the event before. First time having sex or first time eating a creamsicle? Creamsicle. Creamsicle every time. Yeah. Creamsicle, definitely a better experience than first time sex. First time I had sex. It was an awkward situation. It always is. Where was I? I was in, I had sex in a tent in my yeah. backyard. Yep. That happened. In the woods. Yep. <laughs> That's how I lost my... Wait, is that how I lost my virginity? One sec. No. No, your first time. Your first time, you were super nervous. You had to go. Give oh my god, that's pep, right. Fucking pep talk and shit. That's right. I uh, almost said her name, and then yeah. I was like, "Wait, shouldn't do that." But yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, had to do the pep talk. Never mind. Yes, that's yeah. right. No, no. The, the ten thing that happened with your yeah, your my ex. ex. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, her virginity was lost. I got you. Yeah, wrong virginity. Wrong virginity, dude. Yeah. It's so long, bro. I'm 33. <laughs> I lost my virginity was 15. It's been a hot minute. That's 18 yeah. years ago. It's been a hot minute. Holy fuck. But you know fuck. what would have come in handy if you had a creamsicle before and then you could have taped your dick to the stick? Boom. Because I couldn't get it up. <laughs> I got it up, but I lost it. And it wasn't even a full up. It's tough, man. It was a half. It's, it's you know, performance anxiety is real. Uh. Especially when it's your first time performance anxiety gets real. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's like there's two levels of performance anxiety. There's the first time you ever have sex, yeah, and then there's basically the first time you have sex with a new woman. Every time, there's always the hint of, is this? Are we going to be compatible? And yeah. am I going to be able? Is this going to be a day where I last like fucking three minutes? Yeah, or am I going to be a fucking that like, is so true, an absolute god? Because because it was it was seriously like that um, for me with almost every person that I had been with. Um, it was a mental. It's a mental game. And there was there was one person in particular where it was just like it was really good, and I remember at the end of it, I was like, "Wow, yeah." That I actually said it to her. I was like, I wow. Just, "Wow, because it, normally it's not that good. Like usually, yeah. my first time with a new woman, it's like you're figuring everything it's out. Pa- it's it's passable. Yeah, but it's like something that I need to like have sex again first you thing in the morning to like make likes. up for it. Yeah, like she doesn't. You don't know what yeah. she likes. She doesn't know what you like. So yeah. you're kind of just going to like default stuff, and then the second time, yeah, you've kind of got a Dude, little the, bit of a feeling. I'm telling you, by the second the second time, yeah. I'm I'm you're like I'm game. Yeah, because it was like uh, the the weight is lifted off my shoulders. Funny enough, I feel like today, if I was a single man mm. and knowing what I know now, mm. I wouldn't give a fuck. Mm. Like now, I'd be like, dude, 
Mm. I'm gonna fuck this shit. I'm I'm there. There. I wouldn't even second like that's just something I you would, do when you're uh, when you're I younger. Would, I when was, I was younger, I would say that. But I'd probably when the time came, yeah. I'd probably still there'd be a, a voice in the back of my head that would go. Yeah, my confidence. Uh, my confidence now. Like it is. I think it's a little bit of like I'm. I'm so confident now. But then it's also. My fuckometer yeah. is like zero. So low. Because if it was bad, it'd be like, whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't give a fuck. But when I was younger, you, you, you question everything. Like, it, it's it's a fuck, at it's least true. for me. Yeah, all you do. I well, mean, you I do. don't know about anybody well, like, else. It's, but, it's, like, it's like that. Yeah. You know, first time, it's you get performance anxiety, and then because you just don't know. Yeah. And it's mostly because, it's not necessarily just because you don't know if you're going to perform well. It's... You never know what the person is into yeah. until you're in the fucking you're in the, yeah, moment. You're, you're, you're in it to, you're in it to you're, win it. You're flying blind, mm. mostly. Hell yeah. Uh, but creamsicle all creamsicle day. All day. Creamsicle all day. Because the first day. time is never great. Yeah. It's never great. Yeah. But first time creamsicle, great Every, every time. time. <laughs> every time. Dude, every I wonder time. how many people are out there <laughs> that, actually, no, that actually had an amazing first time sex. I'm sure it... I'm sure it I'm sure it, but, but, it has happened. No, no, no. But I'm but talking. Not many. No, but okay. But I'm talking like maybe when you're maybe when you're like 15, 16, 17, 18, whenever you lose yeah. your virginity, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Or maybe mid twenties. Who yeah. knows? Whenever you lose your virginity, yeah. some people like it's like holy shit, it happened. That's great. But then, as they become more sexually active, they mm. realize that the first time was actually so not a good yeah. time. Yeah. Like I wonder, like say someone loses their virginity. And then five years later, right, you ask yourself, did I actually, was that actually good? I'm going to say it this way, and this is going to sound cheesy, but I think, I think the difference between, between the first time you have sex with somebody, whether it's, whether it's your first time period or your first time with a new person, the difference between it being a look back and go, well, that was kind of rough and, oh, that was pretty good was mm. were you fucking for the sake of fucking or were you fucking because you were in a relationship and actually like. Mm. Gave a shit, yeah. At the time, and it might have been a bit rough, but the fact that you actually cared about the person you're fucking at the time mm. makes up for the fact that it wasn't so good. But if you're just fucking because you got home from the club, yeah, and you're just on, you want to get a nut, yeah. Then you're gonna look back and go, eh, that was maybe not so hot, you know. Uh, I get it. And I and on top of that, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I was just out for a nut. I'm just getting it. I'm getting and it. And technically, in. the nut happened. It just was uncomfortable. Well, for me, the nut didn't happen. Yeah, that's true. That's no, the that's, problem. Yeah. Is that an actually nut? You ever blue balls before? Uh once. Same here. One and time. And I actually it actually happened with my wife. We were uh we were in uh Dominican mm. and uh I was I was hammered. Mm. And we were whiskey fucking for a while. Yeah. But I couldn't come. Yeah. Just numb. I just, yeah, and it got to the point where I just it was like she was done. Yeah. I I just it's a point where you just give up, right? I, okay, that's it. Yeah. Uh and then was like a few hours later it like passed out for the afternoon getting ready to go out for dinner that night and it was the first time ever dude where i legitimately like was in serious agony yeah, where yeah. i was like like nervous like i think i might actually have to go to the local like, like doctor here yeah. on the resort because this is not this is bad. Yeah. And it only lasted like maybe 20 minutes. It wasn't yeah. a very long thing, but it was that 20 fucking drags for dude, a while. It was fucking intense, yeah. bro. And it was the only time I've actually truly had blue balls where I was yeah. like pain, dude, it painful. Fucking... Yeah. yeah. Now, you got good. some black ass balls. I got, yeah. I got white as snow down there. Mm. Okay. So you can physically see <laughs> when shit ain't right. Uh. And it happened to me once, similar situation. Uh. 
I wasn't like hammered, but the alcohol was in. Uh. And I was also like not in a hundred percent mood for sex in the first place. Yeah. But it was one of those things where it was just like, hey, all you're right, serving your partner. You're just doing it. They're, right? they're, they want some. Similar situation. Uh. Kept going and going and going, which is great up front because you're like, wow, like, I'm let's smashing. fucking go. You're giving yourself self high fives in your head. You're uh. like, I'm smashing right now. And uh. then after a while, you're like, all right, it's actually just starting to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You're, and you just can't finish. You're trying to concentrate. Yeah. You're like thinking you're really thinking hard. Things. You're like, fuck. <laughs> come on now. You're like you're, you're uh, trying you're different trying positions. Like, you're like, trying like speed yeah, up for a ah. while. You're trying to like speed okay, up for you know a while. What? I think you that's get, the spot. No, nope, get tired. No, nope, that's not it. No, no. Oh shit, she moved. Yep, that's it. Now I gotta Game start over. over again. I ain't starting over again for the tenth time. No, I'm not starting over. I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. It's fucking bad. bro. I'm tired. It's numb. And I know you're hurting right now. Yeah. After what? And then it gets uncomfortable for them. Yeah. And then everyone's just salty. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> Pretty much it. Uh, Kimmitz uh, asks one uh, one thing you refuse to share. Well, it's a kind of redundant question, isn't it? <laughs> I can't can't because I, share 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 I refuse to share it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Super Commie Guru asks, "You've been granted the chance to co-host a game show of your choice. Which game show would you choose to host, and why? They can be, bro. It's there's only one game show. It's the Price, price is, is Right, right all day. And any other answer is wrong. <laughs> That's true, dude. It's fucking wrong, dude. I Price is Right it every time. <laughs> you're just, any other every answer is wrong. Even if you've never seen the Price is Right, if you give another answer, you're wrong. Yeah. Price the answer is, is just, you want to host the Price is Right. It's just fun. That's it. Uh, okay. Uh, Varesia asks, last week we learned that Adam is a seven-day-old loaf of Wonder Bread. What food, drink, or item is Jeff? Say that one more time. Last week we learned that Adam is a seven-day-old loaf of Wonder Bread. Hmm. What food, drink, or item is Jeff? I am a rock star energy drink. <laughs> That's quite literally what I am. Okay. I'm a rock star energy drink. Okay. You know, I'm Specifically a, rock star. I, not I, NOS. I mean, no, not, it's, it's rock star. Not five hour you know, energy. It's rock star because, you know what? I, 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 I don't live the rock star life, but it's, it's, it's a can. It's a can there that when you drink it, it just... It gets you through the day, wires you a little bit, puts a little pep in your step. You know what Rockstar Energy Drinks taste like to me? What? If you were to take Flintstones vitamins and grind them up and mix them <laughs> with water and add carbon to it, <laughs> that's pretty much what Rockstar Energy Drink hey, tastes like blue to me. Blue burners are good, man. <laughs> blue burners are good. But I'm going with a Rockstar Energy Drink. That's All what right. I that's what I am. There you go. Aaron Carter. Sorry to hear that you're going crazy, bro. It's tough out there, I know. Mm. Would you consider adding another segment to your podcast beyond video games, movies, slash TV, tech support, uh, and tech support? It may help you reach a wider audience and therefore more patrons. Exactly. Uh, or et cetera. If so, what segment uh, have you considered or would you consider? Sports, breaking news, politics. So here's the, here's the, the problem with, with that is that podcasts tend to be super niche for a reason. People want to hear about a very specific topic yeah. for uh, uh, for that podcast and that's the show. Yeah. They want to hear really hyper specific stuff. Yep. It's very uncommon for a really generalist podcast to exist and do really well. Not even Joe Rogan is particularly generalist. He j- he's an interview. It's an interview yeah. podcast. But it's still focused it for that specific but it is, podcast, right? It is right? focused for that. You know. 
So for us, could we do sports and talk UFC because Jeff is super into UFC? We could. Yeah. Would it grow our audience? Maybe. But the problem that we have right now, for example, is we are now three hours. Uh, two Damn. hours and 38 minutes into this podcast. Yeah. And so if we added another segment, we no. would either run too long or yeah. we'd have to cut out stuff from before. And I'm already being picky choosy with the news that yeah. we get a lot of the times just yeah. based on the length of the podcast. Plus, so. not only that, like, what what would have to happen is there would have to be two different podcasts. We'd have to, yeah, we'd have have to, to crank one that would be like an hour, hour, hour and a half long yeah. and then end that version and then do another like side A, side B. Yeah. And then the B side would be hyper specific to a new genre. Like a totally different thing. You know, whether, it whether it's sports, whether it's real estate, whether it's politics, whether it's uh, pop, pop culture, whatever, it would have to be very hyper specific because what happens is, and we're, we already kind of fall into this a bit of a weird trope is where like yeah we have gaming news where there's some people that only want to listen to gaming news they don't care about the movie talk yeah and then we got people that like don't care about the movie talk but only want to hear a point of view for gaming and we also got people that only really like the technical support uh spot yeah. where it's just us shooting shit and answering questions yeah so you already They're have all just that. loosely tied together enough that it makes sense that it makes sense we yeah. started getting anything crazier than that and not only that well, if we were to get into something else, it would have to be something that Adam and I are both passionate about yeah, yeah. that we could really sit down and debate. Because even in podcasts like this where Adam is going on about specs and PCs and things like that, yeah, I can relate to it, but he is really passionate about those things. Yeah. He really enjoys that type of stuff. For me, you know, I get it, but then there's a point of me that kind of my brain shuts off a little bit and I let Adam do what Adam does because there are people out there that enjoy that type of stuff, which is where he I, can bring. I he can limit that exactly severely because Adam Adam's the type of dude that that can spend three hours researching yeah. that stuff and loves the shit. And there's people that watch it that love that stuff. But for me to get me engaged in it and being able to be on Adam's level and really debate or uh, talk about something in detail, we have to try and find a happy medium. Exactly. Uh, and you know that's that's why he knows a lot more about the gaming stuff. I'm more in tune with movies. Movies. He watches enough movies. In fact, he's watched more movies now that we've done sort of that thing, so that he can legitimately yeah, talk about talk stuff. about stuff. Yeah. Because before you'll notice it was me talking about a lot of what's going on. It's like, yes. hey, Adam's the the uh, the the master of ceremonies for the first half, and then I was basically the master of ceremonies for the, the second, second half, half yeah. because I knew I was the guy that was leading the church. So in order to do something else that was really hyper specific, we would both have to be like. Into it. Into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It would, it would have to be that way. Yeah, and, so. and if it presents itself and we both think it's a good idea, it would happen, but it would be split off into a second. We couldn't add, a it. We couldn't add another thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, oh, Aaron is also asking, can you make merch available to non-patrons uh, or even patrons who haven't committed to $100, for example? Could you just have the general merch store? Uh, no, because the... Well, we could do t-shirts. I could set up like a red bubble or something like that. We wouldn't make any money off of it, but... Uh, and I want to do that in the future because I redid the Lag TV logo and the and the Technolf logo. We could do t-shirts. T-shirts mm -hmm. are easy. Mm -hmm. And even on Redbubble, we could... We could it, it can be posters and stuff like that, Um but the reason why we don't have like the stuff that we have that we ship out is because that stuff's like bespoke, specific. Yeah. That you can't just have somebody else do and then ship. Yeah. Um, 
and we don't have the time to be constantly shipping that stuff out. Yeah. So, and, nor and it's too well, expensive. Well, think about it. Think about this. If you wanted all the pins and stickers and posters and stuff, yeah. It, it you know, if if for example, a poster, signed poster or whatever would be like 15 bucks and then we got to ship it out and that's like, you know, 25 bucks yeah. for the whole ordeal or if you want it pins, you know, there'd be a price tag on it. If you really want that stuff, become a Patreon and you're almost spending the same amount uh, when you really, th- you know, you might have to, you know, you'd be getting everything. Maybe you yeah. just want just the pin or just yeah. the shirt or whatever. But when you really think about it from what you're paying and then you get it shipped and everything else, you're really, you're you're like supporting the podcast, but you're just getting the merch. You might spend an like, extra like 30%. Pins, if the pins, the, the, the poster, the stickers, um, and you were to buy those things separately in at the hundred dollars the reason why we have it at a hundred dollars is because we have to pay for the shipping and so because it's not being done by a big company somewhere yeah so we're just doing it we're just paying for it and shipping out of canada is crazy like uh we, we memed about that before but it was it's like literally shipping within canada yeah i'm spending like to some places like thirty dollars to ship yeah. a fucking and that's dude. why we don't like hey if it's a hundred bucks, it's not like, hey, you need to give us a hundred bucks to get the stuff. No. It's accumulative. Yeah. So like if you've been a supporter at ten bucks for, you know, ten months, you're automatically just locked in. We're just gonna send you the stuff, yeah, right? Say, yeah, you send us or five dollars and... for twenty months, you're you're automatically gonna be locked in and you're gonna get it yeah. regardless, it's right? It's really about scale. The community's not big enough. Big enough that we yeah. can go to a company and get pins shipped out for, for by them and not yeah. us. Yeah. You know, we we have to play the game that way. But t shirts and posters and stuff, you I can do, do those. I do want to eventually get into that. Yeah. Have a store set up. Um, I would have to research to see what store would be the best case for like TV stuff and, and techno alpha stuff, but it would be nice because I, I, I know there are more people that, that would like techno alpha logo t-shirt, technical alpha or like TV logo t-shirt. Cause I think or a sweater or whatever, dope or sweater yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So yes, the answer is yes to a degree and we'll have that eventually, but it, it's going to take some time to, to sort that out because as far as like volume goes, we just don't have the volume. Uh, hey Jeff, eight nine ten asks, "What's the best sandwich?" That's tough because I I was talking to Emma about this the other day. The sandwich is a perfect food, bro. It's a perfect fucking food. The best sandwich is just a burger. It's truth. Straight up. That's truth. Any it, kind, chicken burger, regular burger, burger. turkey burger, burger, bur- burger, burger, preferably beef. Yeah, but hey, I like me a chicken burger. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Anything in a sandwich is better. Yes, in a sandwich That's form. That's why I keep saying egg said, McMuffins. You do cream barbecue where you're just folding shit up into lettuce, and it's technically it's I can still sandwich. Give it makes it. everything better. Yes, I don't want a fork. No, nope. or a knife. No, I want to pick Put it up my hands. That I can just hold and eat. There's something primal about that. It's true. I don't need utensils. Dude, the Philippines knows what's up. I'm kind of excited for this. We did one for uh, 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 M's best friend's birthday here recently. Mm. I can't remember the name of it now off the top of my uh, of my head, but they literally put banana leaves out on this massive table to cover the table. And then they just put a fucking bed of rice mm. on the table. And then they arrange like all these various like barbecued porks and vegetables and all this shit, fruits and everything, and arrange it all on this table in oh. in it. And then you just go in, you're just eating with your fucking hands. Oh. Like you have, you sit down and you have your You're own like little, little fucking section. zone and you just fucking go to town. Yes. It's fire. Yes. It's fire. Yes. I want that in my life. And so like that concept with a sandwich where you just put everything into a fucking sandwich is a win. Yep. 
Sandwiches are fire. Yes. Burgers especially, my favorite food in the fucking world. Fire. It's a simple it's a simple food. It's a comfort food. Yeah. It's great. Burger. Burger all day. Uh and we talked about our favorite burgers in the past too mm-hmm. as well. Mm, Volcus, Doom Eternal or Eternal or Animal Crossing, and he's got a little emoji there, a little tongue emoji there. That's because, I mean, we didn't talk about this, but for whatever reason, and I don't know why, but the Doom Eternal community and the Animal Crossing community on social media are like they fighting. Cheering, no, they're like cheering each other on. Really? And, and I think it's a, the meme is that you couldn't possibly get two more separate fucking video uh, games if you tried. Yeah. Right. You got like the all Hellfire, Brimstone, you know, killing people, ripping their head off, Doom, and then you got Animal Crossing. Right. Hey. Um, for me, neither. Mm. I'm neither either. No. Uh, oh, here's a good one. And with a topical name, man, I'm hungry asks, it's a crazy movie mashup time. What's a combination of movies or movie universes that you'd like to see? I want to see Bill Murray pop up in the middle of, uh, the coming Ghostbusters and be so overwhelmed that he calls his buddy John Wick. I want to see both of them go full John Wick on the ghosts. Mm. I just want to see Bill Murray uh, pop up randomly, not even have a spoke like a spoken line. Mm. I just want to see Bill Murray as an extra walking around in the background of various movies. Man, I don't. That's even... not my answer to this question. I'm just saying that in general because you mentioned Bill Murray. Uh, man, what would it, what kind of mashup mix up would I want that makes sense? It doesn't even have to make sense. Oh, it'd be okay. stupid. I'll t- just be stupid. I'll take John Wick. Throw the throw John Wick. John Wick's a good one to mash up with shit. Yeah, because it's just he's just fun and it's brutal. Put John Wick in with James Bond as the villain. Make John Wick the villain. There you go against Bond, the Daniel Craig Bond. Mm. I want to see what happens. Give me. Give me a new Battle Royale movie, you know, mm. the original Battle Royale. Ooh, I see where you're going. With John Wick, mm. James Bond, Ooh. Jason Bourne. Ooh. Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. Put all, the, put all those motherfuckers in. The, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Throw them in there. Throw them in see there. How he, see, see what Battle happens. Battle Royale. See what happens. Thunderdome. There you go. Uh, Shady, some of your questions are just fucking weird. I'm not even going to ask them. <laughs> I'm not going to ask that one. Uh, Mr. Stars says, I hate to make you guys sound like a broke record, but what do I do to get the Like TV merch again? Okay, so once you've hit $100 accumulative, whether you've done $100 outright for one month or you've built up to $100, and it will Patreon will tell you when you've hit that amount, yep. is you send us a message on Patreon with your name, your full name, your full address, uh, phone number and a telephone number is super important, especially if, uh, if it's going international. Across, yeah, across I have the border. to have a number. Yeah, uh, but give us that information in that and request that that you would like to have the stuff because not everybody wants or cares about it. Once you do that, what happens is um, I wait for enough to build up that it makes sense to ship them in bulk. Uh, so you don't get it like right away. It's not like you put that in. I go to the post office. I ship you a tube of, of whatever. We wait until a bunch of orders uh, pile up. We put them all into the tubes and whatnot, ship them in bulk in a, in a section. I will let you know once I have your information. I'll ten- I, I tend to reply to the message on Patreon and say thanks for your info. And then we will say on the podcast when yeah. we ship it out. And then you'll be able to expect it within 
two weeks oh, usually. Two, two, three weeks, depending on where you if are. If you're in, in the North world. America, within yeah. a week. Yeah. Uh, and and that's how it works. That's that's how it goes. Uh, we're almost to the end of her. I'm getting hungry. Mm, I know that's why I said that guy, man, I'm hungry. That's a great name. Uh, Chico asks, what's a stereotype that you think is not really that bad? If I'm going to be honest, almost every stereotype is that's really true. not that bad. That's true. Stereotypes are rooted almost all, not all of them, From but truth, the majority of like, them. There's some, is, there is it's more an over exaggeration. Yeah. It's just perhaps a bit exaggerated sometimes, but the reality is they are stereotypes for a reason, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like, uh, there's not a lot of them that I can think off the top of my head, anyway, that are, like, people really, like, at some point, I don't know when, but people took stereotypes and, like, and and took it as, like, a negative yeah. thing. It's like, the, it's, it's like, Well, that's example, because you put people in a box, right? Or you, like, you, yeah. it's like you paint them with a brush. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all BMW drivers are assholes. Yes, exactly. And then the BMW driver that's not, oh, an, not asshole an asshole is like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm not an asshole. But as a BMW driver, you sit there and you go, okay, well. <laughs> well. You, you kind of, you know. I guess I am parking in a handicapped spot. <laughs> and I didn't use my blinker on the way in. Uh, yeah. Am so, I, though? I mean, but, I mean it's, not, it's not even that. It's, it's like, I might not be, but I know there's a lot of asshole BMW drivers you know, it's like we talked about this before. It's you don't see a bunch of, even though there's like way more people driving, let's say a Toyota Corolla. Yeah. There's for whatever, way, way more, more assholes. But, and but because somehow, there's so many more of them. There's, but somehow there are more assholes that drive BMWs <laughs> than there are Toyota Corollas. Uh, there is something about the type of person that buys yeah. that car. And that's why it's a stereotype, right? Yeah, yeah. And you just have to recognize it. doesn't mean that all of them are. Hey, I like chicken. Fried chicken? Fr- I I too like fried chicken. You like watermelon? Uh, I'm not huge on watermelon. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Grape drink? I do like grape drink. <laughs> I do. Uh, there, you there, can have some fried chicken and grape drink. I abs- actually every time I go to Mary Brown's, I actually get <laughs> grape drink. So you know what? Fuck it. I it's- love the Mary Brown's, which is a fried chicken joint. Yes, has the wherewithal to, to have, have grape drink. Well, if you don't. You're doing it wrong, <laughs> and you need to fire. You need to fire that Kathleen Kennedy cocksucker, and you need to get someone black in there and yes. know your market. Yes. Put grape drink in there. Yes, because us black folk are going there to get fried chicken. Somebody's going to make it like I see what you're doing in here with this grape drink. Yeah, and I'm going to order it. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit! It's grape drink. Yes. I will take that. Listen, you go to Subway. There's no grape drink. <laughs> no. You go to a fried chicken joint, and there's grape there's drink grape there. Drink. Yes. And if there isn't, you're doing it wrong. That's right. You need black in there. You need somebody that knows the product. That's just it. At the clientele. Jeff, white people can't dance. No. And and, and I don't think it and you know what? I don't think it has so much to do with not being able to dance, but but there's a complete lack of confidence that black people have when they dance. Mm. Even if they dance poorly, it still looks cool. Yeah, swag. But when swag. 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 White people don't have there's about three white people on earth that have swag. That's, that's it. it. That's the show. That is. That's the show. That is it. Yeah. You can be a really good dancer and be white and still somehow look fucking awkward, even though you're an incredible dancer. Mm. Doing the Dougie. <laughs> if a white guy invented doing the Dougie, uh. that shit doesn't blow up on fucking social media and in rap videos and shit. It'd be like white people going like fucking yeah. like this shit. But if you're an 80 year old white male and you do the Dougie, 
No. It will go viral because you're because old. Because you're that old, old dude doing right. that shit. But if you're just a regular ass Caucasian guy, yeah, and you're trying to, you're trying, you're acting black. It's not working. This is not going to happen. It's not working. Stereotypes. No matter how hard you try. Stereotypes. It's not wrong though. <laughs> go to a white wedding and see how that goes. Uh, James. Asks, when they are of age, what is the first game you'll have your kids play? I don't know yet. Because I'm sure he'll, uh, Kyle will be able to like mess around with games in like a couple of years. Man, it's hard to say, dude, because there probably will be games that will be out on a phone. You know how kids are, man. They'll have a tablet and they'll be you know playing around. I, I'd probably start off with something semi-educational because there are like, uh, like educational type games that are very like, it's almost like playing with a toy. Yeah. But yeah. there's like shapes and different yeah, yeah, things yeah. that you can do on stuff. But in terms of like video, video game, yeah. like console wise, I'm probably gonna throw in a Super Nintendo. Mm. And um, man, I don't, I don't know which game he'll I'll probably throw on Super Mario World. And watch him try and platform, and it'll be a bad time for him. Yes, uh, but you know what? Yes, it will. He'll struggle, and it it'll is what build it is. Character, Jeff. it's either that or I'll hook him a Nintendo Wii, and yeah. and have him play a something Mario game from that era. Yeah, playing something a little bit you know easier. I I, I don't yeah. know yet. It's going to be a platformer, and it's likely going to be a Nintendo game. Yeah. Um, and then when a little bit older, when they get into the problem solving, like a, like a little bit of an older problem solving phase. I will sit their ass in front of old Miss games. Oh boy! And I will torture them with that. There you shit. go. I'll hey. play with them. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Because my God, my brain worked differently after Dad and I beat Mist and Rama. Mm-hmm. You like, think I of things differently. Fucking become a problem solver. Different. I looked at shit in a wildly different way. Yeah. After that was all said and done, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, talked about before, it was actually bad for regular games because I overthought puzzles in regular games. I always thought it was going to be more difficult, and it was like just press just the button. Yeah, just press the button. Yeah, push, do. push the door. You don't have to do anything crazy. There's no key. No. Last question, Jeff. All right. Will asks, "Have you ever modified a console, and uh, or which one would you mod?" I've modded uh, PlayStation One, uh, so it could play burnt games. Um, I've modded a PlayStation Two, mm-hmm. so that I could run. ROMs off a memory card. Mm-hmm. Um, I have currently, I have currently a modded PS One, PS Two, modded Dreamcast to play burnt games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Those are all the ones I've modded. Uh, the only mods that I've I've had, and I haven't personally done the mods. Obviously, was the I did the PS One one. Uh, yeah, 3D, that was easy. Three uh, DS capture card thing when I was streaming three DS games. Mm-hmm. That was expensive as fuck and clunky as fuck. Um, and then I accidentally acquired a modded Xbox. Mm. My original Xbox is modded. That's right. Yeah, and it has a bunch. I found this out the other day. It actually has a Nintendo sixty four emulator on it with a couple of N sixty four games like Woo-hoo! Mario Kart. Yeah, uh, and it has uh, a few Super Nintendo games on there as well. Um, and then it also has a media player and stuff in it. Like it's, it's modded. It's modded. I had no idea. Now you know. Uh, well, when I, well, I had an idea. When I went there, I was asking. Uh, I asked the guy at last game store if he had an Xbox. He said, "I do, but I can't sell it because it's modded, so I can't legally sell it." Mm. 
so I'll just give it to you. And I was like, okay. Thanks. Thanks. And then I forgot about it for years in the closet, and when I brought it back out and I booted it up, I was like, oh, wait. Shit's modded. Mm, that's where I would have walked out of the shop and accidentally dropped $20 on the floor and just kept walking. <laughs> Oops. Oh, shit. My bad. Gosh. Oh, I, I bad back. Can't bend over to pick I don't that think, up. I don't think people understand. Well, they do. The uh, guy's our age. All right. We're talking uh, in their 30s, mm-hmm. late 20s. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't. You know what? Oh, where, where are you going with this? I don't. I have. I actually normally I can read you. I don't. Where, what the fuck you're about to say? What do you got? Modded game, modded consoles. Okay. In 2020. Okay. It's not really a thing. Okay. It, it, it's it's I know it exists. Yeah. Like you can mod, you know, uh, handheld games usually play older ones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you guys something. All right, for all you youngins out there, mm. some people that are that are our age know what the fuck is up. A modded console, 18 years ago, 19, 20 years ago, Mm. was a game changer. Mm. Simply Mm. because you used to be able to do something back then that you can't do now. That's right. Rent games. That's right. You used to be able to go, and they used to get the new releases. New games come out, Blockbuster, your local video store, whatever. They used to get several copies of said game or said movie. Put it up on the shelf. You'd rush out there, hoping that there'd be a copy. You'd be calling the place. Hey, when is one due? You'd be waiting literally for somebody to drop. I remember you used to sit at the store. People used to go in. You see, hear the the, the the game drop. Drop in, and then you go up to the counter. And be hey, like, what's is this that game it? in? Is that it? Exactly. Yep. Hoping for it. You used to take the game home. You used to rent it for like five bucks. Yep. Take the game home. Burn it. Then now you own it. Brand new game. Now you own it. It's a game changer. Can't really do that anymore. No, that shit really just doesn't exist. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, there might be some small like pop mom and pop shop somewhere in the fucking middle of bumfuck nowhere <laughs> where you can go rent a game and burn it, and then have like a modded Xbox One or PS4s. I don't know. Yeah, but back in the day, man, that shit was a game changer. When you had a modded console, you had possibilities. Yeah, yeah. And it was like you, you used to be able to just go and and just grab games on the cheap. And then you'd have options. It was a it was an event, at least for me. People know what the fuck is up. Can you imagine in 2020 where new games come out, right? Your favorite games like Red Dead, uh, GTA, fucking The Last of Us, uh, Horizon Hero uh, Zero Dawn, fucking uh, the 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 games we looked at today, Diablo, uh, uh, Boulder's Gate, whatever we're talking about, where you could go down to the fucking store. Grab a copy, burn it, and then play it on your console. You own it. Yes. It's a game changer, man. Like, that was the shit back in the day, dude. That was the shit. Now, who the fuck has burnt, con- burnt uh, 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 modified consoles now are for people that have nostalgia? And, and now you don't even need really... Things that play hardware. Not, it's all modding, digital. Yeah, you're not you modding plug in a USB the sake, stick. Yeah, in. you're not you're not modding stuff to play current games. No, you're modding stuff to play old stuff like handheld games. That's it. And like old consoles is what yeah. you're modding it for because you're not modding it to play a disc. You just you just don't do that anymore. That True. was the shit back in the day, bro. 
Like you were the cool kid if you had a fucking model, um, a modded Xbox or a modded PS2 or PS1. The PS1 was the real big one. Dude. Like that was the big, big one. I got it in the other office, yeah. and I've got a stack of burnt games. Yeah. And, and it got cooler over the years where, like, it started getting fancy. You'd have a burnt disc, and then you'd, you'd be able to, like, print the actual... Uh, the, the the yeah you like you, you would print the label the off label on, and then you like and then it would like yeah it would look cheesy a little yeah, bit yeah. and faded it wouldn't look as cool but like you actually it was like you own the game it was like fucking yeah, look like at my catalog thing. you had that binder you remember those binders where you slide the discs in yeah you, it's fucking going through that shit you know you have a little black sharpie here like fucking you know Dino Crisis one and two <laughs> you have like it's so cool it's like. And then and there would be games where it was like four discs. So you have them all stacked together. It was like it's probably a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. But yeah. I used to do that. You do that. Man, it's just nostalgia, man. Back in the day. I miss old game gaming. Makes me sad. That's all we got, Jeff. Dude, that was a long fucking podcast. Three hour podcast. It's a long podcast. Hit the like button. Patreon.com slash like TV if you want to see this bad boy continue and we want to support it. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. I don't think we've ever done one on a Saturday. I don't think so. Usually, if it gets delayed, it's like either Friday an or entire week, a whole week or Friday. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much uh, for stopping by and watching or listening. Hit the thumbs up once again on YouTube. Give us a review on iTunes if you have a moment or anywhere else where you might be listening to this and you have the chance to uh, to rate the podcast. We'd uh, appreciate it a great deal. Spread the word as well if you think you're going to uh, know anyone that would like to listen to us. And uh, we will see you guys next Thursday, barring the second coming of Christ. Until then, peace. Peace.